Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing, Hafa? Ah, what's new, J Dubs? Welcome into out. the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. Uh, when we say it, we mean it. Be somebody. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one. On your singular wireless phone, that's how you beat somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, you dial those numbers. Maybe all day you've gone through life anonymously. Maybe things have uh, piqued your interest. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to rant about something. Don't know how. Those phone numbers are available to you. Also, there's the AOL Instant Messenger, which is Real Radio Hideout. You have our website, realradio.fm, the hideout page on there. Also, hideoutheretics.net. Where the whole thing is going down between, uh, I guess, this alleged fight between us and Putin. Or not Putin, but um, Tuds. Uh, that is Matt Albert, 6'5", 500 pounds, 21-year-old black virgin. Third Mike and Ryder, he calls himself. Chunks is the executive producer of The Hideout. He uh, will be screening your phone calls and host the Hideout Headlines game show coming up in just about 10 minutes. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. Turn them into prizes in 10 minutes right here. And then Tommy Bateman's our director. He runs the talk and roll controls and is responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. Now, Dubs, tonight there's a lot to get to, um, including, in honor of Chunks and his alma mater, for the hideout door prize blowout, our different game show every night at 9 o'clock, we will mm. uh, do George Mason trivia in order of uh, the Final Four team, George Mason University, of which Chunks is an alum. It is Wednesday night, so what's on the web? At 10 o'clock. From what I understand, we have very, very funny stuff lined up for what's in the web, including, as it was teased yesterday, retards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's always uh, that always works. So we're just going to re- replay parts of the show? I think so. What's on the web? It's kind of like... It's podcasting. Yeah, that's exactly. what's on the web. Which is on iTunes. Uh, also, Dubs, we got a... I had a personal tragedy happen today that I'm going to share with you. Um, you hurt you, your thumb? Yeah, it's like that. Uh, but uh, actually, the calf is getting better. Thank you very much Good. for asking. I didn't bring in the crutches today. I just used the staff. That uh, you raising cows? That I stole from uh, Drunky. All right, bad pun man. Uh, <laughs> everyone laughed. So, first of all, though, Dubs, yesterday here in the hideout, we called out somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, who works here at the Clear Channel Compound. We didn't call her out by name. No, we didn't. It was her alias. Because remember, here in the hideout, there are no names, there are no faces. That way you can feel comfortable saying whatever it is you want to say. I believe we have a clip of last night's show, or at least a portion of it. 
So we see our former intern Putin up here. Mm -hmm. He was delivering Chinese food. So he, I guess, delivered the food to someone up in engineering. Mm -hmm. Well, this person who works in engineering, we'll just call her. She's Foxy. Fair <laughs> enough. Foxy. I like that. Foxy lady. Foxy, Foxy. She tips Putin on a $17 bill, uh, $17, she tips him two bucks. Ouch. So $2 on a $17 delivery. To a former intern. I, I know she knows him by face at least. You know? You would think. I mean, he was in here for what? Seven months? I'm so sick of these phone extension list emails I keep getting. Right. So that was what went down last night. By the way, also, too, we're getting qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP projection HDTV. Stay tuned, quarter past the hour, giving that away. Details on that on RealRadio.fm. So joining us in studio right now, from the engineering wing of the Clear Channel Compound, Foxy. How you doing, Foxy? I'm doing great. Now, Chunks, maybe you can set this up a little bit better. Yeah, because uh, what I heard today when I came up here to uh, meet Matt and Chunks for bowling, that he was getting reamed out all day long by Foxy and uh, other people because yeah. of what we said last night about the uh, poor tipping on Putin. And the other thing, too, is I've been dealing with a personal tragedy all day, so the first thing I walk into here in the office is Foxy yelling about what happened <laughs> last night. Foxy, you're here to, to defend not only you, but I guess also the engineering staff here at Clear Channel. Mm -hmm. What happened? Well, first off, I should begin saying that you I was a full supporter of you guys. Was. And yes, and you were my peeps. Right. And I would always walk by and I'd say, hey guys, how you doing? Mm -hmm. And what happens? You throw me under the bus. I, well, first we of all, never we threw never threw under the bus. I, you, I heard it. You bought your way under the bus by not tipping mm -hmm. enough. And second, if you, you couldn't, you couldn't pay the uh, the uh, tab on the bus. I was gonna say, if you had paid more, you'd actually been able to get on the bus. You could oh. use your chief's gates from now on. Mm -hmm. You're riding on the bike rack. Once again, trying to skim by riding on the underbelly of the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and second, the facts are not even correct. Real quick, Hefe, what's your phone extension? They never send me these, this stuff. <laughs> um, do the words dead to me mean anything to you guys? I don't know how the phones even work here, so. Uh, mm -hmm. You keep saying that, but yet you still keep coming in and telling us that a Wendy's has been robbed. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> All right, hold on. Now, hold on, because we had actually talked about that Wendy's getting robbed up the street for, like, maybe a full half hour. Then she comes into the studio hey, or the office hear? the next day. Hey, the office. Uh, the uh, Wendy's is robbed right up the street. You hear about it? Thanks what? for listening. No. Hold on. Now, now. Oddly enough, you're listening to the one time we bring up uh, you and your bad tipping. All right, so talk. Right. What happened? All right, first of all, okay. joining us on the phone now. Excellent. Our intern, former intern, greatest intern we've ever had, Putin. Putin. Hello. How how we miss you. How we miss oh, you. Oh, I'm sure. And you're how we miss bear. you. And the inflection. The, the inflection in your voice is the various ones you use. So here is our, Foxy. Why don't you explain your side of the uh, story? Okay. So we decide to order in from this wonderful restaurant that we hear, mm -hmm. um, and I'm walking up to the front lobby to assist with someone's computer or mm -hmm. maybe their phone. Anyway, and I'm, as I'm walking by, I see him in the lobby. I Putin. Said, yes. 
And I looked at him. Who, I'm like, who is who works delivery for this place? Yes. And oh. I said, I said, hey, how you doing? You look really familiar. Don't I know you? He said, yeah, I used to work here. Blah blah blah. I said, oh yeah, how you doing? Totally sincere with my hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Now, but they, now with your cash. <laughs> he, whatever. I, he drops off the food to someone who works in my department, engineering. Okay. And I whatever transaction occurs, credit card, whatever, blah blah blah. Sex. <laughs> now that would have been I, a good tip. Mm-hmm. I say goodbye to yeah. him. I Let finish him doing. His. I finish doing what I'm doing. I walk away. Okay. Not my credit card. Not the food I picked up. Not my order. So you were worried because uh, last night on the air it was Foxy from Engineering. Putin, when we saw you downstairs after you delivered the food, you said, Foxy spilled her food on me, and on a $17 bill, she tipped me $2.30. I never said she spilled her food on me. Yeah, you did. You had food on you. You said, who was? You said it was uh, Foxy's food. The, I said it drained out of her box. It spilled Oh, I don't even know if you could say that on the radio. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, that one actually gives me a scent. <laughs> Things the nostrils. It smells, like, it smells like sesame. <laughs> um, what's with the seeds, though? You should get that checked out. So, Putin. Yeah. Looks like curry. <laughs> what's, oh my gosh. What's, what's the uh, What's the real story here? You said it was Foxy's food, and she was the one who gypped you on the tip. It, it was Foxy. It was Foxy's food. That's who. That's who I had the receptionist page, and and uh, that's who came up and got it. All right, so Foxy took the. Now, how much did she tip you, Putin? Um, the bill was, I think, seventeen seventy, and she rounded it up to, I think it was either twenty or twenty-one. All right, so now there's a big difference between three dollars and thirty cents and two dollars and thirty cents. Is there? <laughs> I know it should be at least five that he should have gotten, especially from yeah, where that place is. England, come on, because uh, where is your place located? My place is on 434. Up on I-4 and 434? Yeah. And so then all that's got driving from there all the way down to Maitland. you got to yeah. think about the gas that it costs you. So even 330, 230, it's not a lot of cash, That is basically it? covers gas. Pretty much, yeah. Well, sh- we should begin by saying that it's his choice to work there and to be a delivery no, driver. No, it's not. That's A. And B, That's and going- Hold on. That's not snooty at all now, yeah. Foxy. Yeah, yeah, Listen. Really. Listen, I've done delivery. I've worked in restaurants as a Why server. are you bragging now? Well, are you going to go over your whole resume? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, I, I, too, can relate to earning tips for a living. Yeah, but, you're a regular proletariat, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at him throwing around. Hey, look, I'm but, on your side, Foxy. But, but B, when the information is not relayed correctly, it really shows no validity in your story. I did not come up and pick up the food. I happened to walk by and see you and say hi. And Wait. You came up with that lady to pick up the food after we paged. I, I came up to fix someone's computer, and I happened to walk by and see you. If you notice, I didn't head right for the door. I walked by the little um, windows there I and you said, "Confused, Foxy, you should have left him at least ten bucks. You shouldn't tip so cheaply." It's and now, really let me weird. ask you this too, Foxy. If you know that somehow your friend is going to under-tip this hard-working I, I young man, I had no idea what she was going to tip. Don't had... you think you should have even thrown in him a little extra money? Just for seeing him? Just for working for free for nine months? Well, knowing now that he doesn't tell the truth, I would say probably not to tip at all to him. How am I not telling the truth? I walk in, the ticket says, you know, Foxy on it. I have the receptionist page, Foxy, 
and then you come up with them to get the food. What is the credit card? Who had the credit card? Was it me that went and signed the check? Was it my credit card? Did it say my credit, anything, any my name on that receipt at all? You know what's going to be great, too, Putin, is that extra dollar from 230 to $330. That's going to help you get that associate's degree you're working very hard for. Yeah. That's going to go toward tuition. That's going to be fantastic. You might as well throw that right into some kind of high-yield savings. Uh, oh. Let me ask you, Putin. Was it Foxy, the one who had the credit card, or was it another person who works in engineering? Um, I think if I'm thinking of the right person, it was someone else that signed the receipt. But the, the ticket said Foxy, we paged Foxy, and she came up with another person. Right, how are we going to resolve this? I say the two of you uh, rub boobs, because <laughs> I've seen his, and I'd like to see yours. Famous. So I think that's one way we could solve this. Mm. Squirt fight. No, I mean I'm 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 okay. Well, I mean I don't even know what that is, but it sounds intriguing. Funniest thing I've ever mean, heard in my life. It, what? It, I mean it is. Would what you it like is. an apology from Putin? Would you like an apology from the hideout? Let me ask yes, you this. Yes, yes. I All don't right. care about Putin. Wait, wait, hold, hold on. Uh, obviously, you didn't tip. What, what do we have to apologize for? I'm not. I'm a little unclear on that. Hey, here's the thing. We were, we because were, because you guys were representing a case that you didn't have all the information for. You I was going to, under the bus, even though I'm nice to you guys. This, if we had to uh, apologize every time we gave out bad info, the whole show would be apologizing. We would never get a show done. All right, Putin. Let me ask you. Yes, sir. Is there any final thing you'd like to say in your defense? And would you like to offer out just an extra apology to Foxy from Engineering? I'm I'm not apologizing to anyone. Good for you. I'm not even sure Foxy is who I think it is. Alright, well that doesn't help your case then. What case? Little skinny girl, blonde hair, cute, milk. Yeah, she was there. Yeah, she was there with her friend who signed the receipt. Alright, so that is that's who we're talking about, Foxy. Yes. Alright, so then you know who we're talking about. What Foxy, what would you like to happen? An apology? Never. No, I mean, I, it's okay. Whatever. No, it's not I, what, did you catch a lot of hell over being a uh, yes, bad tipper? Yes, I walk in today and it's like everybody's, oh yeah, I heard about you. I'm like, oh really? <laughs> I had no idea what they were talking about. Well, if you Sorry. tip better, you wouldn't have that Then problem. I go back and I listen to the show and I'm like... Now, why weren't you listening to the show the first because, round? Because I have two small children and I put them to bed. It's this, a is the per- this is the perfect time. You... It's a legitimate reason that I wasn't listening at that time. Chunks. Dude, I'm trying to call Catherine Brown to resolve this. I just can't find her extension anywhere. <laughs> I can't. All right, here at the station, every three days, because it's such a revolving door here at Clear Channel, poor Michelle has You've to send out mail. At delete, has to You've send out mail. a uh, brand new phone extension list. Right. Hers right. is the only one I but pay any attention to. Here's what I'm... Here, I'm going to apologize. And her okay? home address. Okay. You ready for an apology from the hideout? Yes. Putin, you're not going to apologize? Hell no. Okay. I love that kid. You got two or three dollars. What, what am I going to apologize That is for? true. It is still a $17... Uh, uh, it's a 17-mile round trip uh, thing. I think at the very... It's at least a good... Uh, I would say probably eight miles, if not more. If not more... I, no, I'm going to say more like 10 miles round trip at the very least. And for $3. You know what? That, hold on. I, I, I'm, I'm going to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you go ahead. You, you have your turn I, on the radio. I was just thinking like on a um, global type of view. Mm-hmm. What you, what you, the vibes that you set out is what you seem to get back. And so as sad as it may seem, if he's going to 
first of all, he couldn't add correctly to begin with. Oh. So if he's going to take that and he's going to try to complain about the type of tip he received, perhaps that's what he deserved. Okay, so now you're saying it's because he's a sad sack and he's a bit of a... Because he complained about a bad tip, he deserves a bad tip. That's what we're getting to. That's the logic she's using. Even though he complained after. Well, he could have complained before him. Here's the thing. I apologize. A clear channel doesn't pay you enough to tip. <laughs> we, all, we all feel your pain. Uh, yeah. I understand. I'm right there with you. I had a thing happen to me the other day. It was an $18. Somehow I managed to scrounge up four bucks. And It wasn't me. It wasn't my credit card. It had nothing to do with yeah. me. Doesn't look like it. Here's the thing. Putin says you were there. Putin says they paged you. I, I, I was Do we need there. to get the receptionist involved? Cameras. Yeah, the receptionist paged Foxy. That's Grab totally, my junk that's, again. That's totally fine because, I mean, I get paged all the time for oh, do people you that ca- come up to the reception. Do you want to call out who it was that tipped $2 or $3? No, because I'm not about that. I'm not about throwing people under the bus. I mean, I, what, if, if you guys want me you to take it... You're not about paying the fare either. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I mean, I... Let me ask I you. I could rise above. Are I, you one of those kind of people that goes to the movies, pays for one, and then goes to the bathroom and sneaks into a different movie to get a double feature for free? I am. No. I I'm am. one of those people that pays for people's tolls when I walk, when I drive through like it... Like a, Why would you do something like that? Is You're wasting, that, wasting your tip money. Because I'm putting positive vibes out there. I'm telling you. It went... I, whatever. I, I totally thought when I walked by and I saw him, I was like, oh, my gosh, what a familiar face. How great it was to see him. If I ever see him in the office Here's again, 30 cents. I hope that he gets kicked out of the building. She doesn't even hey. remember my name. Putin. Putin. I never. I would remember that. I don't, I don't. I was always like, hey, how's it going? I mean, I. Putin, just pay your rent with greetings and smiles. Yeah, that's I what will. I mean. Put out good vibes. You'll get it back. Well, I mean, maybe uh, maybe right. if you were nice, you would get better tips. I don't know what to tell you with that. Good karma. <laughs> all right, Foxy. I wish we could have uh, figured this all out. It seems like it's going to continue to be a he said, she said. Would you like to produce a receipt so we could get to the bottom of this? Do we have a receipt? I don't have one right there. I don't have It's not my credit card. The mm-hmm. person that... So you come to court unprepared. Wow. But... I'm not the person on trial. I mean, yes, I, you are. Sounds yeah. like it. Well, you tip cheaply. It wasn't my name. I mean, you guys. It, All right, Foxy. So it wasn't you. You're taking you're taking the bullet for someone else. That's correct. Who is this other person? This Who? person works in engineering. Hmm. Rambone. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific, Tom. It's a woman. Lube. Lube. Johnny. <laughs> Lube's the greatest. <laughs> I have no yes. idea who that is. That's Lube's speaker. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you, Lube. All right. I wish we could help out, but we got to move on. I say All everything's right. fine with Foxy until her looks fade. What? <laughs> ben, yeah, She's a fantastic... All right. First of all, I will say this in her defense. Yes. Foxy has been very nice to us. Mm-hmm. Nothing she, but yeah. the greatest. She was. She wears low-cut tops. She's very, very nice to us. And she was always very, um, you know, wanted to welcome us here, wanted to chat with us, make right. us feel at home. Right. Told us about her children. You know. Swimming lessons. Constantly. I, that's right. You guys shared that with me. No, I know. Absolutely. And for that, we thank you for being so nice. And we apologize that Putin... Wasn't satisfied with the two dollars that you or someone else in engineering. Hold on a second. We got somebody to clear this up. 
Uh, ben, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is uh, Ben Stone. I just can't seem to find my extension number on the uh, emails here. It's because you don't work here. You're Dan Stone's brother. I know, but I uh, help him program on the weekends. Ben Stone, Death Cat for Cutie, and Radiohead coming up this weekend. Okay, Real Music you, Weekend. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Putin? Yes, sir. <laughs> don't be a stranger. Let me ask okay. you, what are you going to do with that $2.30 tonight? I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to Kinko's and print up some flyers that uh, warn other delivery drivers about <laughs> Michelle Fox. <laughs> Foxy, Foxy, Foxy about the uh, bad tipper. All right, that's gotta hurt. Thank you, Putin. You're welcome. Miss you, buddy. See you. I do miss uh, him. I look back fondly. Yeah. Just till the days at the end. If yeah. I have to have sex with a dude, I want it to be good. <laughs> Foxy, what can we do for you? How can we Nothing. make it better? I just I now I feel now you came in here to defend yourself and you're leaving upset and unsatisfied. Again, like <laughs> any woman coming in <laughs> to the hideout. No, I just don't think that he I think that he misrepresented and I think that he wasn't man enough to stand up and say it wasn't me. I mean it it, it clearly truly was not me. Are you now worried that you were gonna be looked upon differently here at the compound and when you go out? Has it besmirched um, the name of Foxy and Engineering? Yeah, I mean it's been it's like that's like fictitious. It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I go out, I mean, no one. I don't think anybody's going to really care. But can you take a picture so we can post it to help out Putin with his flyers? No. Okay. So, but, but you want everybody to know it wasn't you. That's correct. Yes. Right. It, and and the phone extension list. Whatever. I got to do it. It's part All of right. my job. Let's hear. It for I know. Foxy. I look forward to the emails. Every five minutes. <laughs> and, uh, How did you just send me one when you've been in studio? <laughs> I got five. All right, Foxy. Well, thank you for coming into thank the hideout. You. I hope that we can fix this. If nothing else, let this be a lesson to the rest of the Clear Channel building. Uh, don't send us email. Uh, and uh, and tip well, uh, because yeah. the majority of them are former hideout interns mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably future hideout interns, and they will rat you out in a heartbeat. They, and they will rat whoever else out, even if it's not you. Exactly. They'll uh, they'll rat you uh, you out for someone else. It yes. doesn't matter. Yes. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Foxy, thank you for coming in. Thanks. And we'll talk to you soon. It's a hideout. Coming back with headlines and prizes. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Call to be a winner right now. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. It is Wednesday night in the yes. Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned at the end of this segment. You will get qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HD TV that we're giving away on Monday. So at the end of this, you'll want to be caller 7. Minute too late, man. You're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? I got a solution to uh, the whole tipping thing real quick. Uh-huh. I'll tip them. All right. Well, you're just a minute too, too late, late, man. We've already, yeah, it's already been solved. Especially because I guess we got an email from the... Person, I'm not going to say who it is. Blank in engineering says, I am the person who left the 330 tip, which, according to my math, is 18%. Maybe if Putin was honest, he'd have a better job. Someone's snooty. You can, Ouch. You can call his delivery place to verify. I just did. <laughs> wow. Well, it's been taken care of at the very least. Time for the Hideout Headlines Game Show, uh, which is brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. I still believe Putin, by the way. Yeah. I'm like George W. Bush. Don't come at we with the facts. Yeah. I don't want facts and figures. I know the story. 
Yeah. Some figures. Don't be wrong. Okay. Oh, sand figures? <laughs> <laughs> also furniture market at times. Beautiful 2,500 top grain leather sofas starting at 599 The wholesale furniture market, 40,000 square feet of quality on furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale furniture market, State Road 436 in Casselberry. It's next to the Sam's Club. Wholesale. Call them. 407-332-1314. This will have to be the fastest hideout headlines game show ever. Wow. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chuck. I'm getting this I am already. All hell Putin, defiant to the end. So Putin still has some fans here. All right, Dubs, let's go with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. You heard the categories. you got to get two out of three to be correct. We'll start with Ben and St. Augustine. You ready, Ben? Yeah, what's up, man? All right, world, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange, what would you like? Uh, world. All right, here's world. All right, well, there's multiple choice. Which country has given asylum to an Afghan man who faced the death penalty for converting from Islam to Christianity? Is it A, France, B, Spain, C, Italy, or D, Germany? Uh, A, France. Yeah, that's right. It is C, Italy. You'll get another second. Hold on uh, tight, Ben. And honestly... Uh, who cares? Both religions full of extremists. So he just went from one to the other. Next up, Ben, national, local, sports, stranger entertainment. Sports. All right, here we go. Sports is multiple choice. The entire cross team from which university has been suspended pending DNA results in an alleged rape charge? A, Kentucky, B, Arizona State, C, Duke, or D, Georgetown? Which lacrosse team from which school? C. That's correct. Duke? Yep. All right, you know what? At the end of this, let's let's reserve comments because I would kind of like to even comment on these stories when we get back from the break. All cool, right. but I do even understand there's a racial. Yeah, there's all all the players except for one, and there's a reason. Okay, right, I even heard there was some sort of racial aspect to this. All right, Ben, if you get this one right, you will be a winner. National, local, entertainment, or strange? Which category? Uh, strange. All right. Good luck, Ben. All right. Strange is multiple choice. A man in Colorado is being charged with littering after he did what? A, bled on a sidewalk, B, sneezed on a waitress, C, rubbed one out in a house, or D, abandoned his car after a wreck? <laughs> B. B? Yeah. Oh. oh, I'm sorry, Ben. I wish we had more time to get into this because it's very funny. We'll get into it after the break. Yeah, we'll talk about it after the break because we have to. The stay answer on was top. C, though, rubbing one out in the closet. Just give a quick detail, so, just so we can. A uh, guy broke into houses, 40 of them, and uh, liked to uh, rub them out. Uh, got caught in one of them and told the mom he was a plumber. And they, cleaning the pipes. Yeah, and they <laughs> charged him with littering. Fair enough. They charged him with littering. I okay, we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a sec. If that's the case, then I just, uh, John, you're next up in the Hideout Headlines game show. You ready, John? I'm ready. Which category? Got to get two out of three to be a winner: national, local, or entertainment? National. National is true or false. Despite a large drop in popularity, a recent Gallup poll shows that more Americans still call themselves Republicans than Democrats. Is that true or false? That's true. I'm sorry. That's false. More uh, people call themselves Democrats, 33%, uh, as opposed to Republicans, 32%. Independents are at 34 but when independents were asked which way they swayed, it brought up the poll to 39 uh uh, 49% leaning toward Democrat. Wow. So that's, um, that's yeah, they say it's a huge seismic shift. Um, again, kind of with the Muslim and the Christian. Extremists both weigh kind of the same thing at this point, sadly. Uh, John, next up, local or entertainment? 
local. All right, here we go. Locals, true or false? A 60-year-old man on trial in Tampa for stalking American Idol finalist Jessica Sierra was found guilty and given two years probation. Is that true or false? False. Correct. Nice. Congratulations. Um, Hold on. Uh, we'll tell that story in a cool. second because we got to wrap this up. All right, uh, John, if you get entertainment right, you will be a winner. All right. Entertainment's fill in the blank. Which September 11th flight is the subject of a movie premiering April 25th at the Tribeca Film Festival? What day? Can you repeat that? Yes. Uh, which September 11th flight is the subject of a movie premiering April 25th at the Tribeca Film Festival? I want to say 57, but I think it's 257. Uh, well, hold on, but just say, like, even if you want to say, like, which one, if you don't know the actual number, yeah, what airline? airline? It, it was, uh, uh, you. American. American Airlines. Uh, we tried that. I'm sorry, we tried, John. That was actually United Flight 93. Yep. And that'll be burning everybody's head after this uh, movie gets out in theaters and everything. All right, we'll comment on all that. You want to get your phones ready because coming up, it is the qualifications for that big TV. The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. So Wednesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up tomorrow, Thursday, last show of the week, which I'll go into detail a little bit more uh, upcoming on the programming notes. But the open door policy is tomorrow from 10 to 11. Open door policy sponsored by Taco Bell, providing vouchers for the heretics. Taco Bell, the bell is open late, 1 a.m. or later. So uh, check out Taco Bell for being a proud sponsor of the hideout. Dubs, we're running a little late because of the tipping, tip gate here at the Clear Channel Compound. You know, uh, the, the uh, that was probably the quickest headlines game show we've ever done. I didn't like it. I like commenting on I the did, stories. But I I think... You know, we, we said we were going to do it quick, and we finally executed on something like that. I guess that's true. Uh, let's start off with... I call it a success. Don in Melbourne. Please, we need as many as we can get. Don, what's going on? Uh, I just want to mention that I saw a movie on AMC, I believe, last month regarding the Flight 93. And if that's the same one they're going to show in the theaters, it is the most outstanding film that I've ever seen. All right, let me see this. I actually saw that movie, too... Uh, that was on A&E two A&E, months ago. A&E, it, you're right. It was the most watched program ever. However, I want to say this is a different. different movie. It's different. Really? Yeah, it's a different movie. Um, directed by, wrote and directed by, written and directed by Paul Roten. Greengrass. How much difference can there be? That is true. I mean, it, it, it seems like one of those movies where there's going to be a few of them out and there's just going to be subtle differences. I read in USA Today that there's a surprise switch ending. <laughs> okay. There's that, alternate endings. They uh, had a screening crew. Yeah. Br- brought up by the guys from LooseChange911.com. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I guess, yeah, so it's going to be a completely different movie. Now, let me ask you, uh, Don, is, is it weird you out a little bit that we are going to be watching this isn't this a little bit like i don't know watching a tape of your grandmother's rape or something is it really something you want to relive so soon it's the same thing that i felt about the lacey peterson story they did that so many times so many different versions and once is enough or maybe it's never enough i i don't think you should ever 
really do it. It like it, it seems like cashing in on something that you shouldn't be cashing in on. I mean, even the Titanic one, when you think of it, I guess it's been so long. I mean, how many years later was the Titanic film? Yeah, I mean, right. right. You aren't capital uh, with the Titanic thing. You aren't really capitalizing on your own emotions mm-hmm. that you had, and like kind of, I, I would feel conflicted. Doing that, I think this is going to end up being one of the highest-grossing movies ever. And then you got Oliver Stone who's coming out with his own version. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you, Don, for the phone call, buddy. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good night. You too. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. From what I heard with this flight ninety three, it's a like a, a minute by minute um, timeline of the actual events. Now, after I highly suggest you go to the iTunes to check out the. Uh, podcast and the interview that we did mm-hmm. with the guys from LooseChange911.com, kind of conspiracy behind all this. That makes me leery and question this whole movie anyway, mm-hmm. just because well, we don't even know the real facts as to what happened, especially on that flight. Yeah, th- there's been so many debates and so vague of uh, what is actual facts and what's act- what you know what people are just you know, trying to throw out there as, you know, their theories and throwing them out as facts, that this one overall, this flight, seems to be the uh, the one that they're really, you know, could be making a lot of stuff up with it. You, you genuinely don't know what's going on there. Um, and I'm and a- how they're doing it with a minute-by-minute minute, uh, account of it makes you think that they know everything that happened Every single moment. Or are they going by what's on the commission? I think so. And what happened on the commission? Are you weird? I think that's the other thing, too, is that we're making money off of it. Like, somebody's going to make a lot of money. This is going to be, like I said, one of the top top grossing movies ever. Out of the plain and simple morbid curiosity. Because it's nothing more than morbid curiosity. The, the whole thing about even if they did take all that money and hand it into some kind of fund or something for the 9-11 victims, I would still not be happy with it because this director, writer, whoever, is cashing in on it in ways that he doesn't even know yet because he's going to be able to take his uh, put this on his resume and then shop himself around for even more money on his next project. Yeah, this is the one that allegedly crashed um, into the field outside Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Well, it did crash out there, but... Hey, dude, I watched Loose Change 9-11. I don't know. I question everything. I don't question that there was some kind of plane in that field. I saw the the wreckage in the footage. I'm telling you, you you haven't even watched that movie yet, have you? I've tried three or four times. What's the problem? It it plays for 10 seconds, stops for 10 seconds. It's got to be your computer, then. Yeah, Dubs and I can't get into science fiction movies. Link and Altamont, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, Link? Hey, what's up, man? I just I saw that movie you're talking about on A and E. It's like this, this. I believe the title was somewhat near. I believe the day that we fought back the flight, the, the story of Flight 93. Yeah, it's, that one was called Flight 93. The, the whole profit from that movie now that they have on DVD, they said that it goes directly to the funds of the victims of the of that flight to their to the uh, memorial for it. So. I'm still not satisfied. Well, that's but that's the one for the A and E. That's not yeah. for the one that's going to get theatrical release. It's going to be in the Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah, I agree with you on on that though about the uh, profit part. That's definitely. Even if they did, that guy, whoever makes it and does and has uh, their name on it, 
is going to uh, further themselves because of it. Now, and let me ask you. without a doubt. Should Americans make the film, or should it be people overseas who are you making know, the film? I, do, I would not mind if Germany was, or some country like that was making the film, because we capitalize on their struggles all the time. You know, they they you know we make movies on stuff going on over. So you think a there. nice Chinese film about nine eleven? Uh, if they want to, it'd be odd to watch. Would it be all Asians? Would it start Jackie Chan? And if then, would nine eleven have happened? These are things you got to ponder now if you're looking to uh, throw it out outside of uh, Hollywood. I'm sure it'd be one of those uh, animated things. Hey, remember hearing that story, too, that Jackie Chan was supposed to be filming uh, a movie scene that day on the Twin Towers where he was scaling the no. Twin Towers? I remember hearing that like a month or so after, but for some reason the filming got called off. But suppose, I don't know if anyone's ever heard that. 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. That guy's a crazy bastard. Steve Orlando. If he was. If he's going to actually scale the side of it. If I could be anyone, I'd want to be Jackie Chan. What do you got, Steve? What's happening, guys? What you got? Well, man, I was just going to say that being a songwriter and an engineer that I can make my own stuff, uh, with my natural contacts, I was encouraged not to make a song about the 911 because of the morality of it and the politics of it throughout the record label. Mm Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, they saw the Alan Jackson thing and they saw a certain twist on it, uh, you know, come out about his song. And nobody else jumped on the bandwagon because of a a political twist of who are you going to go up against and what else are you going to say. And that's why that uh, the Toby Keith song that came out had a totally different twist to it. Was he the one that said, do you remember? What was that song, that country song, do you remember what happened that day? Right. Was, Was that Toby Keith? What's that? Was that Toby Keith? That no, Toby Keith was the one about uh, going in and uh, with the the guns a blazing and stuff. Ah. It was Alan Jackson that did the Remember When. Ah, okay. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. We're up on a break. I got one more one more comment for you. Quickly. When the uh, New Orleans thing happened, I was sitting outside with some coworkers, and I said, "How much time goes by before you can make a joke about something?" And I said, "For instance." I, I don't feel bad about making a joke about the bombing of Pearl Harbor. And then, boom, thunder clapped. And then I said, oh, that's a sign. And I said, because <laughs> right now, it's like New Orleans was the world's largest carpool. And then, boom, the lightning struck. All right. Well, you know what's funny, too? And you got to think about that. And thank you, Steve. When is the New Orleans movie going to happen? When is that with the Hurricane Katrina movie? You know, that, that, one's, one's, that one's a more difficult one to do, though. I mean, do you pick one family and go through their thing, or do you do a a, a, a citywide type movie? It's just like um, the last day or the the day after tomorrow. Yeah, you focus on a few people, maybe a nice school trip. What you're going to see first, and I say you're going to see this within the next six months, is a flood of books. I I use flood in like there you not go. that Chuck. kind of way. Uh, but, Chuck Jock, Chuck Jock. But it's going. I guarantee you're going to see a big bunch of books from a bunch of people who were victims, and then then you're going to see the movies come out from those books. Perry in D.C. are in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? Great what's up, Perrynoid? Perrynoid, the, cur- the CosmicCircus.com. Hey, buddy, this is an excellent topic. You know, I'm ashamed to be an American these days. I'm embarrassed, and I'm glad you guys are talking about loose change because the government was behind 9/11. 
the president needs to be executed and thrown out of office for war crimes. <laughs> I don't think so. Terry, stop. I'm going to do you a favor and dump that. <laughs> Really? Yes, yes I'm gonna... doing you a favor, Perry. You don't our, want that to be. You live in D.C. Our country is lying to us. They're making money off of the. I will, I will agree with that. But the one statement I'm saving you because I know you're in Northern Virginia and you don't want to knock on your door. You're paranoid as enough enough as it is. Yeah, you're right. I got a lot of weed in the house. Too. That wasn't too <laughs> Great. Smart. All right, paranoidthecosmiccircus.com. Check guys. check out the podcasting too. It's good stuff. Take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Rule Radio 104.1. Coming up next on The Hideout. The Hideout. I will continue to take your phone calls on this Flight 93 movie, or actually United 93, that's debuting at the Tribeca Film Festival. We didn't even get to those other stories about the guy going around town relieving himself. Oh, it's not this town, it's somewhere else. Chunks, you have a stunt. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in The Hideout, it's Real Radio 104.1. Where were you? I guess this is one of those songs. This is the Alan Jackson. Because um, we're talking about this United 93 that's going to be in the Tribeca Film Festival. I, I found these songs very tacky when they came out, too. Did you? Or did you enjoy them? No, I thought it was tacky. But sometimes you deal with tragedies. Mm-hmm. In different ways. What was that one? Uh, the uh... I mean, technically, you could even say we're profiting from talking about it on the radio. I guess so. Per- uh, you know, if you go around about it in that way, you could say that. What was the uh, one song for uh, the first Gulf War? Uh, Proud to be an American. What was? Was that for the first Gulf War? Yeah. I do remember Lee Greenwood. Yeah, Lee Greenwood or Lynn Greenwood. All right, let me ask you: What are more tack? What's tackier? 9-11 songs or Dale Earnhardt songs? Dale Earnhardt. Take that back. Joe and Daytona Beach are in the hideout. What's up, Joe? Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Hey, dude. New to the area from Baltimore. Love your show. Oh, thank you. Baltimore, nice. Yeah, I'm um, actually, uh, Universal cut that in the, in the beginning by, they're going to donate a lot of that money to the World Trade Center Fund for the memorial. Oh, okay. All right. If you, if you go to the website, flight93.net, mm-hmm. There's a big banner on there, and they address that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, fant- well, that at least is good to know, then, that some of that's going toward, uh, you know, families and stuff like that. All right. Hey, thank I, you, Joan. What else you I got? Hope, I just hope the whole liberal view of this from Hollywood doesn't really show the tender side of the terrorists, like <laughs> Munich did. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Joe in Daytona Beach. This is the king of all bad ones. What's this one? Lee Greenwood. Bobby yelled that for making fun of this song by teacher. Sounds really? like a car commercial. <laughs> yeah, it does. It so, probably so. has been in a few. Yeah, with a big yellow uh, ribbon right around the, uh, the the tailgate. Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Chris? Hey, how you doing? I just want to get your takes on uh, how uh, being American mm-hmm. that we can have so many tragedies that happen, and that how movie, you know, the movie industry. Capitalizes on uh, disasters and you know making money and just things like that. I just wanted to know what you thought. Here's what's funny about that, and uh, in all honesty, Chris, thank you for the phone call. Fear sells. Mm-hmm. Americans like to be scared. There's something about it. It's we really, really enjoy it. Whether oh. we're fearing 
Marilyn Manson, whether we're fearing bird flu, whether we're fearing... And that is why network news does the whole fear thing. Because people tune in and watch... And there's some morbid thing about it. That's why you sat there and watched the towers fall over and over. That's why you watch every special on History Channel or A&E. And that's why you're going to go to this movie. Not only fear, but sadness sells, too. Uh, You know, if you can combine those two, where you can get people afraid and sad at the same time, because it's like, you know, like uh, combining some kind of horrific event with uh, extreme home makeover. Here's what it is, too. And I believe this. We're so desensitized, just period. The one thing that we can really get us, that can really get you going Mm -hmm. and making you feel something is fear. So, I mean, you know. Does this make you scared? This is just about sadness. I know you feel the same way as I. Waterboy reminds me that Nicolas Cage and Oliver Stone are doing that Twin Tower movie. Yeah. I can only look back and remember The sound of the crowd as they stood and cheered In my heart you live forever I cried and I cried the night they learned hard died I cried and I cried the night they learned hard died I cried and I cried the night they learned hard died He was the only true hero from the south it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned, stay tuned to listen to the hideout. Coming up next on the hideout, on the hideout, on the hideout. All right, people are fired up about this, Dub. On whether or not these movies should even be made. Well, yeah, you think, should be capitalizing on this? It's going to be, what, the fifth anniversary this year? Mm-hmm. Of that? Ooh. This September. I believe it's the 11th. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. When you dial the phone numbers, you don't have to give a real name. Now you just call in, say what you want to go by, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you on the air. 407 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Dubs, I was thinking during the break, other things to fear, because I, I honestly believe we're a fear-loving society. Mm-hmm. Gays, we've been taught you got to fear the gays. Well, and uh, Brokeback was a huge movie. And their love. Mm-hmm. I like penis. What's another thing I've got to be afraid of? Penis? That's why I beat it. Just afraid of it. <laughs> so scared. It's going to do something to me. When it's purple, it can't do nothing. <laughs> so bruised. Bill in Orlando, you're Slamming in the hideout. the car door. What's up, Bill? Bill, there, Bill? One, two, three, no Bill. Scott Peterson, you're in the hideout? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, What's buddy. up, Scott? How's jail? All right. No, I figure it is. Right now, in pre-production, is a disaster movie that's in the planning stages. It's going to be kind of like on the scale of the Towering Inferno, except lower, but with water. And O.J. Simpson is slated to play the mayor. And Danny Bonaduce is the guy that owns the uh, retirement center that he locks all the old people up so they drown. Sounds fun. If that's real. I don't think it is. Uh, Steve in Furland Park, I guess. You're in the hideout. What's up, Steve? 
Bay Hideout, how you doing? Hey, at Fru- Fruitland Park. Anyway, Fruitland. thank you. Yeah, up up near Leesburg. Anyway, um, I'm reading a great book. It's interesting. It's by Michael Crichton called State of Fear, mm-hmm. and and it's uh, it is about the way society works on fear. Our our economy depends on fear. This book addresses the global warming issue and all of that stuff, and it goes into all the details of after the Cold War ended that the Americans needed fear for litigation, for everything. It keeps lawyers busy. It keeps, you know, keeps the economy going. So the, 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 the governments of the world are definitely involved in creating states of fear. And you even have, you have to think about this, too, Steve, is anyone in power... They benefit from fear. You think your boss? Remember some sometimes, and this would happen a lot in radio dubs. Mm-hmm. Things would be going on. Maybe the DJs would be getting a little out of hand, doing their shock jock, shock jock. So what happens? The boss will fire a weekender just to show, hey, you're expendable. I got the power. Exactly. So it's not even just governments. It goes on in everybody's job too. Whether you deliver pizza, whether you're a, you know, you you do sales, or you're a. Shock jock. It's all the same. People who have power need that fear over you. And a lot of times that's why the power ends up corrupting. Hey, thank you, Steve. What's the name of that book again? It's called State of Fear by Michael Crichton. All right, I'll check it out. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, have a good night, guys. All right, you too. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I think one of our bosses said uh, I would rather be be, uh, feared than respected. Or fear will make you respect me. Dave Johnson? Yes. Guy's an ass. Yeah, and that worked out well for him. Hmm. Uh, by the way, at the end of this segment, you'll get qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP projection HDTV. So at the end of the segment, you'll hear that little sounder to be caller 7. Steven in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Steven? Hey, guys, i got two quick things for you. One, that uh, Toby Keith song is much better than those two lame ones you just played. It's uh, a little <laughs> bit more upbeat. What's it called? And putting your boot in someone's ass. So it's a little bit more... More aggressive. What's the name um, of the song? I can't think of the name off it off the top of my head. Um, if, if you go into your prophet or whatever it is, um, you, you'll 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 see it. I, I just can't think of the name off the top. Yeah, of my head. there's just so many um, crap Toby Keith songs in here. <laughs> I think it's Honky Tonk You. What else you got, uh, Stephen? My second thing was is I'm a 34 year old man. I grew up obviously after the Kennedy assassination, but uh, I tell you, my opinion on the movie stuff is after seeing the the movie depicting Kennedy's assassination and the twisted. Thing to it being a conspiracy and all that, it kind of mm-hmm. makes you wonder about the government. My my opinion on all this is, if they're going to make a movie that's factual, that's based on information that's been released, and it's just going to be a, a bipartisan movie, not one trying to slam the other side, I'm okay with it as long as it's factual and we can all deduce our own conclusions from it. But if it's just a Michael Moore type that's just out there trying to prove he hates Bush, I, I think it's just a waste of everybody's time and money. Well, I mean, I don't agree with that because even the Michael Moore movie will bring up points. Again, you don't have to agree with it all. That's why I really say question everything. I mean, if you really think Michael Moore's an ass, what they do with the, the Michael Moore's? They put out all these books about how Michael Moore was wrong. I think that's better. At least people are thinking about yeah. everything that's going on. It's Thanks, a big Stephen. open debate. Yeah, I think this is the one. I knew it wouldn't last forever. Semi-pro always means semi-pain. What do you mean? Who's this? Toby Keith? Honky Tonk You? This isn't the one about kicking ass, is it? I don't know. No. Oh, wait. I'm kidding. Then I took my songs and guitar and sang them to a man from Tennessee. Who Osama like? Bin Laden. That's what he's talking about. Osama Bin Laden. No, this can't be it. 
I think it is. I think USA, USA, USA. I think it might be beer for my horses. <laughs> Stays in Mexico. I wonder what that one's about. Uh, me, my family. <laughs> you just left off the beginning where Wish. in the parentheses. I hope he. <laughs> The manager of ZDL, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? All right. Uh, I'm just letting everyone know you guys got to be, you guys got to fear the zombie outbreak too. Oh yeah, we've been there. We, we should probably get Dr. Pecos on again to talk about zombies. But hey, abs- that's what ZDL is, Zombie Defense League. That's who I am. Oh, so this one is different, a little bit different from the other. Well, zombies, I would have to say, are the next big thing. Having watched um, Resident Evil. Apocalypse last night that was on HBO. Agreed. Uh, I think I might have found it. Yeah, a lot of the callers have been calling up telling me the name of the song. Courtesy of Red, White, and Blue? No. No? Angry American. Angry American? By Toby Keith? Hmm. Never heard of it. Turtle in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Turtle? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, buddy. Um, I got something for you. Uh, the Bronx Tale, that it's better to be feared than to be loved. Hmm. Uh, but another tactic song is the uh, Have You Forgotten? And um, just about any song that makes money off the tragedy. And I guess one of the callers, uh, previous callers, said that uh, Alan Jackson, like, I guess he gave some of that money to the victims. But I'm sure that he also made some money himself. And the, and and, the other thing that's interesting, too, about it is just like Dub says, the whole notoriety you get. Mm-hmm. You all of a sudden become a household name. In middle America, I mean, you're going to get, just because you put out this song, that may be, you know, yeah, have, all the proceeds, it's still going to benefit you with your next next release, you would assume. Another song that I got that uh, is uh, that song that uh, came out when Princess Diana died, and, you know, I don't know why everybody loved that song so much, and she's not even American. Yeah, so. and that, you know, that's a whole other issue, too. Thank you, Turtle. The fascination with the royal... It kind of, it kind of died with Diana, mm-hmm. but just how we were so fascinated with him over there, just I always wondered why. Have you forgotten? Is definitely the one I was thinking of that like it was really big right after it, and it it, it was by a uh, no name. That's what I thought. Daryl Jackson? No, Daryl Worley. Nah, he oh. even got to perform this for the president. I'm sorry, this is tacky. It's so tacky. I mean, this is this is the one that, like, if they're, you know, if people are making fun of this type of thing, this is the 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 twang and the the formula that they make fun of. Have you forgotten? I think we found it. What the Alan Jackson one or the Toby Keith? Toby Keith, Taliban song? I don't know. Let me hear. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize. I feel this pain. I hate the country culture. Does this sh- send shivers down your back, Matt Albert? Not in a good way. Uh, I just see torches and uh, <laughs> a, a, a cross that smells like gas. <laughs> That's not fair to label. I'm sure we have a lot of country fans listening to the show. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ones that hate you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bring back chunks. There's not enough chunks on the show Anti-fed, now. Anti-fed. Oh, hit and, we hit and run. All of you. Somehow are Matt's you? reconfigured the studio so there's less chunks on the show somehow. Are you referencing all the people in Hideout Heretics? Yes. Uh, or Heretics Hideout? Oh, they're, they're about to bring back the M word. <laughs> 
No, that's you. That's you've, all yeah. you. You've been doing that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop calling me. I can hear you whisper it. I will take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Stop it. I saw you. The phones are ringing so much with the names of different Toby Keith songs. It's like we already played the sounder. You know, I mean, like, they just keep coming. <laughs> well, that's good, though. At least the country audience likes the hideout. How many uh, pro-American uh, guns-up songs did he make? He's, he's a country some singer. That's like, all they are. <laughs> some people are like, no, it's in parentheses, man. It's in parentheses, uh, American guy. And I'm like, well, okay, thank you. Well, I don't know. They're trying to help out the show. No, I can appreciate I, yeah, that. I can appreciate it. I can't appreciate Toby Keith, but I can appreciate that. Two good country songs. The Dance, Garth Brooks, and the one by Neon Moon. Or Neon Moon, Brooks and Dunn. You don't like this? Come on. What is this one? Have you forgotten? Uh, Have you forgotten already? I, I did. Have you forgotten? Oops. What about Chattanooga Coochie? That's a great song. The Chattacoochie or whatever it is? Yeah, by Alan Jackson. Man, I remember I got into country for a little while because I was trying to bang this chick. <laughs> and so I was listening like to... going to church because there's a hot chick that oh, goes up. I did that for her, too. Oh. Well, you were trying to... <laughs> I was. Amy Jackson. Damn her. Yeah, I'd go to church for her. Listen to George Strait and Reba McIntyre. Oh. Even went to a country bar. <laughs> I'm glad you are. Uh, no, you know you what, though? Threat. I'll say this. Mexican folks love country music. At least the ones in Texas. It's that and Tejano. It's the same. Tejano is the same thing as country, but in Spanish. With your bright orange cowboy suits. I see on Univision. Oh, it's not just that. And it's got like, you got like the teal. For some reason, teal's real big in the country community. And they're all 50. The only person, black people in the 90s and white people in country would wear teal like it was the coolest thing ever. It doesn't even look good on the Hornets. <laughs> yeah, you got it in your country bar like you're uh, kicking I, it. I do respect Daryl Worley because he just uh, rhymed Bin Laden with Forgotten. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Said it's too disturbing for you and me. It'll just breed anger. That's what the experts say. It was up to me, I'd show it every day. Stay tuned to The Hideout. The Hideout. The Hideout. Yeah. All right, Dubs, I got a uh, personal tragedy that happened to me today. For real. Mm-hmm. Now I talk about it next. I thought you'd forgotten. Hmm. So we'll do that next. It's The Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Got qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HDTV DLP technology from Texas Instruments. CompUSA providing us with the television. That's with the quarter past the hour qualifier. Next one's at 9.15, 10.15. Maybe even give it away during a, a couple of them if you would like during the Hideout Door Prize blowout at 9 o'clock. So hang tight. Plenty of more chances to get qualified for that badass television, uh, which we will give away on Monday, Dubs. We will give it away on Monday. So, this afternoon, I guess mm-hmm. it was early, it wasn't even this afternoon, it was this morning, right before I was going to work out, got a uh, phone call from my father, and I talked about it on the air before, um, but at 9.54 this morning, I guess it's, uh, whatchamacallit, 
Central Standard Time or Central mm-hmm. Time, Texas Time. My grandfather ended up dying uh, from the Parkinson's that he had been battling. And uh, what was this, a, a little over a week ago? I think it was about a week, maybe long, maybe almost a week and a half. Yeah, that, that uh, you got the call that it could be hours. Right, that he had hours to live and he ended up living another you know, 10, 12 days. He had, uh, had some bad run-ins with the medicine he was taking to control it. Mm-hmm. Decided to get off of it. He was uh, he was done. He was ready to go. So, but I get I didn't actually get the mess. I didn't talk to my dad at first. I got his message, and so I get to get that news through a you know a voicemail. And I've talked about it on the air before how important my grandfather was, just because he used to because coming from you know a broken home, a lot of times I, you when you're in a broken home you spend a lot of time with your grandparents. Yeah, for some reason it works out like that where you're over at your grandparents much yeah. more than uh, if you were in uh, in a full household. Your grandparents I, take you in a lot of times. I went to Rosemont Elementary School in Oak Cliff, Texas, which is not a very nice neighborhood, but um, that's you know part of Dallas. And my grandpa used to pick me up, and I talked about it. We'd go over to Burger King, or we'd go grocery shopping for my grandmother to make stuff, and then we would uh, go back and watch the Mavericks games or the Ranger games, depending on what you know time of year it was. Mm-hmm. And so I. And I, more than any of the other cousins, which, uh, by the way, there are a ton of them. <laughs> Typical Mexican family, yeah. ten sons and daughters. Not saying any stereotypes there, but, you know. Oh, absolutely. Come on. Be realistic. But, uh, so he ended up dying. I talked to my dad. and Was he pretty the, broken up? In the voicemail, I've never seen or heard my dad cry. And he wasn't crying in the voicemail. I think he had just gotten done, mm. you know. And then the other thing too. So I finally talked to my dad. You know, I finally get a hold of him, and he tells me, uh, "I gotta let you go. Your grandmother's here. Mm. She just got here. So, she, so she didn't know yet. She did not. Uh, she wasn't there when he passed." And they, and they've been together for like fifty years or something. I mean, they're one of those families. Did you find yourself very uh, awkward feeling uh, when you were talking to your dad during this? Like, you know, what was appropriate to say to him? Absolutely. I was the first person my mom called when uh, when my grandpa died, and she was sitting next to him at the time. Oh. And uh, she was just like... I don't know why she called me first because I'm the first one away. You know, I, I can't, think that's part of it. I can't really get there and you know help her out at all. And so she starts you know talking on and on about it and everything, and I'm you know I'm trying to calm her down and everything. And right before she lets me go, she says, "I gotta call your brother," which my brother is uh, 12 or 13 years old. Uh, I have to see if uh, he wants to come home and see him before they come take him away. No, but you know. <laughs> I, I I I was I just had to uh, put my foot down right there. I'm like, you aren't calling this kid and seeing if he wants to come home and see his dead grandfather laying in this bed where he has to uh, go, you know, because they all live together. My mom moved in with right. them to take care of them. You aren't going to call him home to uh, come see that and have him be traumatized for however long after this. Yeah, no, I uh, this is like the first. Like major loss that I've had in my immediate family, I, not immediate, but like I guess extended family, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Like all of my grandparents, immediate grandparents, are, uh, were alive until today. 
The, uh, the other cool thing about my granddad, too, was that, um, or Wilito, as I called him, was that he was a uh, preacher, man of God, built his own church, uh, did the whole thing. And what I like about him most, and this is why even you even hear me talk about it on the air, is that he has been ready to die. Mm-hmm. He's been thinking he was, he thought he was going out eight years ago. And he's just been, you know, it's all borrowed time. And honestly, this is my honest opinion. Then I know family listens. If it were up to him, I think he would have gone eight years ago. But I think for the good of the mainly daughters in the family, he stuck around, took the medicines, things like that. Maybe even for his wife. I don't think he really wanted to. And I've always said he's that good Christian that is wants to die, is ready to die so that he, as he believes, can go to heaven. He wouldn't take his own life, but he was the yeah. type of person who, I'm not afraid of dying. You know, you know I, I'm, I, if it happens to me, I'm ready. To him, you know, you know, God is uh, calling him up mm-hmm. to the good side. So anyway, so then I've decided to, my dad, you know, got a hold of me and says, do you want to come home for the funeral? Go back to Dallas. And he says, it's up to you, no pressure, you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm going to go, though. Yeah. So I'm flying out Saturday morning and then coming back. The I guess, is it the wake they do before? Yeah. yeah. I guess and that's on Sunday. Sunday. And then he's going to be buried Monday. And then I'll fly back and do the show on Monday. Wow. You don't have to push yourself for that. We can cover the show Monday. I'll be fine. I'll be okay. Now, here's the thing, too, which is ironic and a little weird. Mm-hmm. I'm already taking this Friday off because I'm going to the Maverick game, Mavericks and Magic. Mm-hmm. And so part of me is, well, I'm taking that day off already. Maybe I should fly out Friday morning. But I have a doctor's appointment on Friday for my injured calf. And then the other part of it, too, is, and this is a real weird thing, but like part of my love for the Mavericks so much comes from sitting with my grandfather when I was a child Watching those horrible Mavericks, you know, play on HSC. They're horrible jerseys. Well, I was you know, the green, mm-hmm. Derek Harper, Mark Aguilar. Well, that was when they were kind of good, and then they got real crappy real fast. Jimmy Jackson. Yeah. Oh, don't even remind me. <laughs> so you know, and then I'm like, I'm gonna go to the game, you know, and enjoy it. Yeah. And then fly out there. I definitely think you should go to the game, have fun. I don't think that you know, there's nothing you will be able to do by getting there Friday. I mean, no. it, it, it's not going to make a real difference about getting there Friday or getting there, uh, you know, Saturday. And the other thing about it, too, is that I'm going back to Dallas. I haven't been back to Dallas since July. Is it my mom wanted to drive up from Houston to see me, but I'm thinking, you know what? I think this should be time for my dad yeah. and my dad's side of the family. I think she should understand that, too. I think she will. I think she just wants to see me. The other thing about it is... I got friends and stuff that I haven't seen in six to seven months. I'm thinking I probably shouldn't even call them and tell them I'm coming to town. I made that mistake of, uh, you know, telling my friends that I was in town. And my mom was just really upset about it because I had arrangements with friends to hang out with them sometimes and everything. And she wanted full attention on her the whole time. Right. So I would say just to... You know, stop any headache before it would happen. Uh, don't even tell your friends you're back in town. Just go do and the family thing. Hang out with my little brothers. Hang out with my dad. Mm-hmm. 
And it's this whole, I think this whole circle of life thing, too, with my father, where his dad has passed now. Yep. And First so, line of defense is gone. Right. No, absolutely. And now, you know, it's him. You know, he's kind of, and there are so many, you know, sons and daughters anyway that were brothers and sisters that he has. But it's one of those things, too, where you now begin to look at your own mortality. And, again, I know, you know, grandfathers die and, you know, people die all the time. But, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, hits you for a second. And you're just like, oh, wow. Even though you're expecting it, you weren't really. Mm-hmm. You weren't expecting when you're sitting there stretching, watching ER, ready to uh, getting ready nice. to go work out, <laughs> you know, that all of a sudden you're getting that phone call that, hey, about an hour ago, your granddad died. You were lethal. Which, by the way, the funniest thing about him, too, is he would always say, why is such a talented person wasting his time on the radio? That was his favorite thing to tell me. Uh, you're too smart. You're too talented. Why are you doing radio? Why don't you go do something else? Something yeah. worthwhile. Maybe be a preacher. Was that his dream for you? No. That, no. Was, that was my grandma's dream for me. <laughs> I'll tell you this, man. The two of us could, char- could start our own congregation. Let's do it. In a way, we already have with the heretics. We just haven't taken it to that next level. Eric and Rock Ledge, you're in the hideout. What's up, Eric? Hey, Hefe. Sorry to hear about your loss, man. Thank you, bro. You have to go to the game on Friday night. Uh, your grand your grandfather introduced you to the Mavericks. He's part of the reason why you were going to be there, and I think he should uh, be the reason why you're going to be there. I, uh... I gotta say this too. I, I think so, and I know it sounds real weird, and I don't even know if people understand that. I, I thank you, Eric, for understanding that. But it's one of those things where, man, I just remember sitting there mm-hmm. on that floor in Oak Cliff, Texas, and us watching those games together. And that's where my diehard love for. I mean, we move around, and I know sometimes we catch. I'll catch crap about not being a Pistons fan or. A, a Wizards fan, or even now a Magic fan. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'll pull for the Magic 80 games out of 82, but there are two games. games. I'm not going to pull for them, and this Friday night is one. And that's because of the, you know, just my growing up with my, uh, you know, with my family history. The other thing I thought about, I don't have anything to wear to a funeral. I got to go shopping. I got to go buy all black. Yeah. I don't have any slacks. Come on over. I've got my my, uh, clothes I wore for... My grandpa's funeral. I have got a suit. all black and everything. I have a suit you can wear. Do you? Yeah. I'm sure it'll fit you. You'll look like a child. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. It is Wednesday night coming up. What's on the web? 10 o'clock also to the hideout door prize blowout at 9. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, I got the word today my grandpa died. Yes. Um, so I'm going home to Dallas mm-hmm. over the uh, weekend. I'm also, too, thinking about it, about whether or not I hook up with my friends or not. I'm leaning against it. Yeah, that's my uh, advice to you. Just because of what I went through with my family and everything, and them getting very upset about it. Right. I don't know how your family is. I don't know if they'd react the same, but how my family was, that's what they did. Also, too, and this is going to be weird, when you go to a wake or you actually go to the funeral, mm-hmm. do you want to see the body? Um, You don't when you first go there, but it tends to, I don't know if it's curiosity or just something that you feel like you have to do, but at the end you are happy that you did. See, I've been to a couple of funerals, and the 
body looks so, and the body lying there looks so different than the person that you knew and you remembered. Mm-hmm. That I it looks went, like a mannequin. A bloated kind of piece of flesh. It doesn't look like who you remember. I those two times the funerals that I've been to, I had wished that I had not seen that body because that's the last. That's one of the first images that pops up when I remember that person. Really? Yeah. See that that doesn't work like that for me. I I can't really remember the imperfections of the people I've been at their funerals. Uh, it it helps me. It helps some people, you know, kind of make it real. Oh, dude. And here's the thing. I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't want to be there with all my family crying. That's going to be the toughest part. I know I'm going to see my dad cry. I've I've never seen that. Man, it's broken bones in front of me. You know, I mean, just like, oh, and that's going to be, uh, mm-hmm. oh, my and then, like, my uncles, who are real tough and macho and the machismo, and then my poor grandmother, when I'm sure she'll walk up to the front and, like, touch the coffin. Yeah, oh, yeah then- that that was the most heartbreaking thing to me, was my grandma uh, going up, kissing the forehead, and saying, I miss you. You know, it was, oh. was yeah. And then I'm going to have to cry. And then I'll be sitting there crying about that, and then probably crying about... A trillion other things that aren't even related. I wanted that bike. <laughs> right. Might as well get them all out then, you know. Yeah. While the emotion's there, you know, just get all your crying out that you need to. Why am I 80 pounds overweight? If you start crying, can you call J-Dubs and leave a message on his voicemail? Just so we can have it, so we can Please. play it back. I'd love that. Maybe that'll be the one thing that I... <laughs> Sunday, 8.30 a.m. To keep me from crying. If it's sun, if it's Monday morning when we bury him, and I just call the monsters, <laughs> hey Bean, put me on the air. <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's gonna be the toughest part. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, I'm not I'm not looking for uh, forward to that at all. Yeah, and it tends to be that whatever emotions going in the room is the one you follow. So you're really subjected to the rest of the people around you. And just another thing about my family, real fast, just this real weird dynamic. There was a lot of fighting there toward the end on how he should be treated mm. and what what should be going on. And I know that certain people in my family are going to make it more about them than my grandfather. And that happens, I think, at every funeral. But you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the, the, it wasn't uh, how my grandpa should have been treated with mine. It was uh, more, um, more selfish. It was... People fighting over how much land they got and, you know, like fighting over what they got over his death instead of, and this is before he died. I hope I get the El Camino. <laughs> I get not to break, yeah, way to break the stereotype there. Quite any stereotypes, but, uh. Is there a civic in there somewhere? I would, uh, I'd like to bring back that black and red El Camino. Who gets the Mother Mary statues? Oh. No, actually, we're not Catholic. Or the garden. Oh. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't a. Uh, he wasn't a priest. He was a preacher. What'd you say? Or the garden. That's where you always find the Mother Mary statues. Come on. It wasn't a. Who gets all the roosters? I please. Now you're gonna have to stop because family actually listens. Doug in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey guys. They don't uh, let you have roosters uh, in Dallas anyway. <laughs> Go ahead, Doug. 
Uh, sorry about your loss. About Thanks. a year and a half ago, uh, I went through kind of the same thing. Uh, my first, you know, immediate family death uh, was my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't tell anybody that I was going back. Um, I think some of them kind of heard about it. But, you know, I wanted to be there for my family. Same situation, though. I had to catch a plane. I'm from the Midwest. Right. Um, when I got there... Um, I, I figured I just kind of play it by ear because um, mm-hmm. I really didn't want to tell anybody, like I said. And but it, it turned out that one of the nights I kind of had about, about three or four hours, just kind of uh, it, it just kind of worked out where I could kind of hang out with some of my uh, buddies up there. And I tell you, it was it was a nice break because that the, the mental weight of a funeral is just it's I mean. There's a lot of emotions, obviously. No, it's just kind of nice for that. No, and the other, no, I hear you, Doug, and I appreciate the phone call. The other thing, too, is that I'm flying in Saturday mm-hmm. morning, so the wake is on Sunday, the funeral's on Monday, so everything's going to be building to that point. And then it's right after the funeral, I've got to go get on the plane and come back here, which is going to be real interesting. Thank God. Uh, you aren't a pallbearer or anything in it, are you? I would doubt it. There are plenty of other... That's the worst part about the funeral. Forget looking at the body. Forget the emotions of everybody around you. When you are put in the middle of that thing and everybody's focusing on whatever you're doing, I, I don't like any attention on me at all when I'm at these things. Mm-hmm. And it, being the pallbearer was definitely the worst part of being at that funeral. Yeah, I don't think I'll be pallbearer. Again. And my grandpa was a big guy. My arm hurt. I thought I for sure I was going to drop it. No, no, no. Yeah, I think... uh. I don't know. It's going to be so odd. I was actually holding it with two hands. You know how people usually walk with one? Why don't you lift a weight or two? How about a nice shrug? Everybody was. The casket was heavy and the man was heavy. Ex-con, you're in the hideout. It's like seven feet tall. Uh, first, I want to say what's up, hideout. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I just want to say that I'm really, really sorry and my deepest sympathies to... Uh, J-Dubs and his hurt thumb, man. I'm really hurt to hear about it. such an ass. I did go bowling with it today, and, uh, yeah, it was killing me. You're such an ass, Xcon. Thank you. By the way, that's the other thing. I will be missing bowling, so I need to go bowling. Well, you can just take the uh, the 120. You automatically get 120 if you don't show up. What? Well, I guess, man, I guess if you think this is more important than bowling, <laughs> go right ahead. It's not telling any of us. It'd be selfish. I'll bowl for you. Right. Like, I need you bringing Dubs down my average. Dubs is a trooper, dude, all right? He's got his busted finger, and he's still going. Right? You'll be attending another funeral. He'll be doing, like, 80-yard dashes all day for you. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to go. I guess I'll go on Friday. Can we pre-bowl? Yeah. You can pre-bowl, or they will give you an automatic 120 no, instead. I, I like bowling. Yeah, though, I know, so. but... You, you I got a bowling ball. I may as well go use it, can, even if I roll a 56. Can you have somebody sub for you, actually? <laughs> no! What are you talking about? I have a torn calf muscle, and I was still beating you. I right. don't want to hear it, Sean. I was tired and drunk. Billy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Billy? Hey, I just want to say my condolences. Uh, I know how you feel. It reminds me when Dale Earnhardt died. But... How? Uh, it, it just it, it hurt me deeply. I mean, J Dubs. I mean, I can feel your pain with your fingers. You okay, know? you know I don't. Somehow it's always about Dubs and that magical thumb. It is magical. The it feels thumb. good. I mean, what? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Brown thumb. But we're still one thumb. One lap ahead of all of us. Part of me is gone. 
Is this the song you wanted to play? Special dedication. I know you feel the same way as I. I can't believe my game's gone. I can't believe the voices I hear. I can only look back and remember. I just wish you had gotten a minor injury like a calf tear. In my heart, you live forever. <laughs> you know, something you can still bowl with. I cried and I cried the night they learned how to die. I cried and I cried the night they learned how to die. He was the only. Not real sure how this relates, but all right. How <laughs> <laughs> someone said my name of Earnhardt. It was Billy in Orlando. I don't know how it. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, here we go. 407-916-1041, 888 Enough about us. Let's talk about you. Whatever you got, if it's good, we'll give you a qualification for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HD TV. 407-916-1041, 888 The hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Then after that, we'll do... Uh, the Hideout Door Prize Blowout, fantastic prizes, including Preds tickets. And I believe it's going to be about George Mason University. I believe. Chunks' his alma mater, which everybody knows now because of the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Before, no one could give a damn. Let's start it I off like penis. with G-Dub in Crawford, Texas. You're in the Hideout. What up, G-Dub? Good evening, uh, Hideout. How you guys doing tonight? Fine Americans. I appreciate the program. Thank you, sir. Listen, I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, uh, the American banking system. Okay. I went uh, went and opened up a bank account at Bank of America. It's mm-hmm. got the name America right in it. Right. I use it. Ter- terrorists can't get to the funds, you see. So because I, of the American you name. Bank account at Bank of America. I guess the money is safe there? It's, it's a lot safer there. It's got America right in it. We're, we're better than a group of folks, but as long as America's right there, you can't get to it. So if the American people don't have a bank account at Bank of America, they must be terrorists, right? I guess... I don't know if I'd go that far. I have, uh, I guess when you think about the logic, G-Dub, your logic, mm-hmm. you could be right. Uh, Nightmare Dave in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? You're Hello. alive, thank goodness. Yeah, I'm alive. I've, uh, I've been going back to the podcasting to listen to the saga that is the Nightmare Dave life. I know, I heard, I listened to it last time, so. <laughs> what, do you, what did you think about it as you listened to it and you listened to yourself? I found so freaking pathetic, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did did you especially cringe the part where you said that you would take that girlfriend back? Yeah. Yeah. Did... Yeah, I do. I definitely cringe at that. You are. Uh, I was not... feeling pretty good today till hearing about your grandfather dying. I do real. I feel bad for you. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. the. Uh, yeah. Why did he steal your ex chick? <laughs> oh. Oh, come on now. He probably could. But no, I can definitely say that. The hideout's been worth the. Been really That's sad so. this week. You know, me with my girl, you with your grandfather, J Dubs and J Dubs in his thumb, True. crying about it. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. What is it about you and your thumb? Why is it so? It, it kills. It hurts bad. It's uh, it's in poor taste. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna nitpick that one. I mean, seriously, it hasn't even been 12 hours. I didn't say I was gonna get a casket for it, and then that then that'd be out of line. <laughs> then that would be out of line. Ghost of ill-timed jokes in Orlando. You're in a hideout. <laughs> Why are we going to take the good ones? Why? When there's so many more deserving, like, Gibbs and Tuttle. 
All right. By the way, t- thank you to everyone who uh, sent me an email and a nice message. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Even Tuttle sent me a message. Oh, did he? Saying sorry about the loss. He just recently went through the similar thing, and he understands. Why don't you go make fun of it on Ron and Fez now? <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh, you're talking to Tuttle. I know you will. <laughs> I'm sure you're ready to build a comedy pyramid right around it. Comedy pyramid, comedy pyramid. Just all full of caskets. There it is, reaching the top. <laughs> Lay the final casket on the top of that comedy pyramid. Uh, let's go to Smack Daddy. Hey, don't blow like, a gasket over there. Come on, please. Smack Daddy, what's up? Hey, I got an idea for... Um... An April Fool's bit for you guys, but I can't sure. discuss it on the phone with you over if it goes out over the air because the person in question would hear it and then it would be a one. So if I leave my phone number with one of you guys, would you call me back? Because this is really a good one. All right, hold on. Chunks to talk to you, Smack Daddy. Appreciate it. Hey, don't we have something else going on, too, with someone who called about Gibbs, our intern who isn't here tonight? What's going on, Chunks? Uh, some uh, young lady called up saying, hey, is this Gibbs? He's like, no. She goes, oh, uh, I just want to talk to Gibbs. I'm like, oh, really? Why? Why is that? She says, well, you know, I sit next to him at AAA, and you know, I think he's kind of cute. No, it was AA. His job? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I think he's kind of cute, and uh, I just want to talk to him. He had asked if I wanted to go out, you know, and I wanted, hadn't got a chance to get back to him, so I wanted to just talk to him. I was like, hmm, okay. Do we cool. wanna, does she want to talk to us on the air? Yeah, why not? Uh, you want to talk to her after we do the hideout door press blowout? Sure, yeah, I'll give her a call. By the way, uh, Snatchy Cakes and Doogie Tarantino are here. I honestly was thinking just a couple of days ago. We haven't seen them in a while? What happened to them and do they hate us? Turns out they disappeared and got married. Got married, right? Is that is that what? And then you went to Amsterdam? Yeah, we went to Amsterdam for six days. Um, was this before or after the marriage? After the marriage. Okay, so let me ask. First question, did you get any whores? No, we didn't. We looked at a lot, though. We looked at them. Some were, were nice, were some weren't, and a lot of them were men. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It went like unattractive girl, really unattractive girl, and then uh, a Filipino man trying to masquerade as a woman. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah, yeah. All right, good stuff. But some of them were surprisingly attractive. That some. Was, none of the men, but... Some of the girls? Oh, yeah. 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 I, was, I was very surprised. I thought they were going to be all beat looking like they usually are on OBT, but no, some of them were very nice looking. <laughs> I think there's a difference. I think there's a reason why people go all the way over there. It's not just the weed. I think it also has a lot to do with the hot whores. Well, there's that, too. Um, I will chat with you guys about that in a little bit, too. First, though, let's give away some prizes. Here's what we need to do. Here's what we have. we got tickets for the Predators versus the Chicago Rush this Sunday. More ticket information, OrlandoPredators.com. Or 40744 Preds. Also, we got the original groundbreaking Planet of the Apes film series, the six disc Legacy Collection box set, planetoftheapesdvd.com. Ooh, look at this. Case of Beachside Beer, brewed by the uh, Florida Beer Company, dubs. Florida Beer Company won first prize in the Orlando Beer Fest 2004. So, we have a case of beer to give away as well, and four-pack of passes to see the advanced screening of Benchwarmers, starring Rob Schneider, David Spade, and John Hedder this uh, Thursday, actually tomorrow, I guess, at the Premier Fashion Square Cinema. We'll take a break. We'll come back. How many players do we need? How many questions do we have for this We have, uh, let's see, we have 13 questions. So, let's take at least four players. 
At least four players. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Call now. The Hideout Door Prize Blowout next on Real Radio 104.1. All right, stay tuned after this segment at the end of it. Caller 7, get qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP technology projection HDTV. Uh, right now, though, time for the hideout door prize blowout. Cases of beer, movie tickets, tickets to see the Predators, all up for grabs. 407-916-1041, right, Chunks, what game is this? This is a George Mason University uh, quiz. Okay, George Mason <laughs> University in the final four. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna play the fight song as the background music, but yeah, I can't, can't find it anywhere. Well, the Not thing yet. is, we have never played this game in D.C. and we uh, we worked what five miles away from the campus. Oh, about yeah. two. Yeah, about yeah. two miles. And for some reason, now it's relevant out here in Orlando because they have made the final four. That's why these sports, uh, you know, programs get so much push because all of a sudden it can, you know, it can put your school on the map. Mm-hmm. Chunks, a proud alum. That's right. I graduated. Of George Mason. Six and a half years for that communications degree. <laughs> Which right. should take you maybe two and a half, three. I got mine in three. Mm-hmm. Out of, from a four-year university. Yeah, from a better, much better university than George Mason. Oh, come on. No way. You Texas kidding me? Tech is better than George how, Mason. How do they rank in law? What's the matter? Nah. It doesn't really matter, no. That's right. George Mason. All right, here we go. <laughs> I don't Texas think George Mason Texas. is uh, high in the law area either. Do they need to get two out of three to be a winner? Yeah, two out of three. All right, here we go. We'll start off, ladies first in the hideout. B in Orlando. You ready, sweetie? Yeah. All right, here we go. Hi, right, B. How you doing? Pretty good. All right. All right, we don't need the pleasantries. <laughs> Just go. All right, George you want Mason. Give her a back massage during it. George Mason University is formerly an affiliate uh, of what university? Was it A. Virginia Tech? B. University of Virginia, C, George Washington University, or D, the College of William and Mary? Virginia. Yeah, that's right. Oh, good job. Yeah. All right, here, uh, here's the second one. All right. And what year did George Mason University come into existence? Is it A, 1957, 2006. B, 1959, C, 1964, or D, 1972? 64. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> what year, Chunk? 72. 1970. What? It's only been around for a little over 30 years. Now, it came a separate entity in 57, uh, but it formally became its own university in 72. It doesn't matter. That, that you can't lose, consider it. You're going to lose to Florida anyway. All right, here we go. Here's what the, the hell? I think you need a history of 100 years to be considered a university. I don't even know. I just like to throw I, out the university thing everywhere now. I thought it was a trade school. <laughs> no, not even. I thought it's you learned how to like saw and like weld metal. How to build cakes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's next. To rebuild carburetors. B, if you get this one right, you're a winner. All right. B. What are George Mason University school colors? Is A, green and white, B, green and yellow, C, green and gold, or D, green and brown? Green and gold. Yeah, that's right. You're a winner. Hold on. Wonderful. Green and gold. Those are the colors of winners. You guys want a different type of question? Oddly enough, the colors of urine. <laughs> the colors of money, which uh, it doesn't cost anything to go to that school because it's crap. Dude, it's not a bad school. I think for each credit, it's like maybe what five dollars? No, it's you could uh, you could return bottles four seventy five. No, I can't. We can't get in that. That's one of the questions. What tuition? 
Later on down there. Well, you, have a, you, have a special, you. you have a special question? No, it's not yet. All no, right, here we go. No. Let's move on, then. Yeah. I hate you. Uh, Chris and Claremont, you're next up. The Hideout Door Prize Blowout on Real Radio. George Mason University Trivia. Hi, Chris. In 1958, what entity purchased and donated 150 acres to create a permanent campus location for University College, later known as George Mason University? Is it A, the town of Fairfax, B, the George Mason University Foundation, C, <laughs> the University of Virginia, or D, the Commonwealth of Virginia? A. Yeah, that's right, the town of Fairfax. Later, the city of Fairfax. Deeded the land of the university. Oh, all the, uh... Just two piles of crap landed right next to each other. JFK and George Mason. <laughs> Free FM, you mean. Yes. All right, here's the next one to be a winner, Chris. All right, the original right. building of the Arlington campus was once what Who department cares? store? <laughs> Who cares? JC Penny. What the hell? All right, what is it? Do you Go want ahead. me to finish? Go ahead. Is it oh. A, Woodward and Lothrop? No. B, Lord and Taylor? C, Hex or D, Cons? I think it's Hex. Was it uh, Lord and Taylor? No. That's actually a cons. Yeah, that's fantastic. I thought it was Sears. Who cares? All right, what's next? I used to shop shop there before it became a school, don't lie. (laughs) I swear to God. Um, Is Chris the last one? Yeah, here's the the last. If you get this one right, you're a winner, Chris. What was Broadside? We're all losers here. Mm-hmm. The university student newspaper originally called A. The Gunston Ledger, B. The Mason Gazette, C. The University Times, or D. The Patriot Press. I thought it was the Wad Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, A? Yeah, you're right. Good job. Good, good job. Lucky guess. Wad Weekly. That fits. I tell you what, uh, uh, not always Ledger is, but nobody cares. So we'll go on to the next one. It's fantastic. Here's Roger in Longwood. You ready, Roger? I'll go for it. All right. Roger, what is the name of the arena? <laughs> the arena? <laughs> yeah. The arena that... Uh, that's, a, that's a fantastic... He majored in English, too, at George Mason. All right. All right. Where, do, where do the... Pa- where? <laughs> are you talking about the Patriot Center? Yes, where do they play? No! Yes! <laughs> All right, go ahead. Give out the... Uh, no, he, I'll give you another one. No, go ahead and read it off. All right, is it A, the Gunston Arena, B, the Patriot Center? Yes. Yeah, whatever. You, uh, good job. You got that uh, one. I think I'll go with B. All right, yeah. you're a winner. Good job. Well, you got to get this. Yeah, one more. What does he know this stuff? George Mason University faculty James Buchanan and Vernon Smith received Nobel Prize in 1986 and 2002, respectively, in what category? Ballet. A, physics, B, chemistry, C, literature, or D, economic sciences? Go with physics. No, that's wrong. <laughs> What was it? Gym class. It was ec- uh, economic sciences. <laughs> All right, you get this one right, Roger. You'll be Coach right. Lubbock works there. George Mason, the man, is most widely <laughs> known jacks. for drafting which of the following documents? A, Virginia's first constitution and bill of rights. B, the Constitution of the United States of America. C, the Declaration of Independence. Or D, the Mason Gazette. Let's go with A. Yeah, that's right. Good job. You're a winner. Hold on. Yeah, later, it became what's known as the Bill of Rights. But that doesn't matter either. We don't use those. That's not important, the Bill of Rights. None of that stuff. Are you the one talking? bill you don't use. Did he win both those? Yeah, he yes. won. Who was that? Roger and Longwood. Mm. How many questions do we have left? We can end it if you want to. We don't have to finish. Well, somebody still wants to play this godforsaken game of yours. <laughs> All about George Mason. How many questions do we have? Four. One, two, three, four. All right, let's go to uh, Rob in Orlando then. Rob, are you ready? 
Yeah, I'm ready. Mason in the final four, so because Trunks graduated from there, he wants to dedicate a whole segment to its trivia. Here yeah. we go. All right, Rob. About how many people are enrolled at GMU right now? Uh, about three. <laughs> no, all right, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. Uh, 5,000, 15,000, 30,000, or 40,000? Uh, A. No, it's not 5,000, ass. You get another one. Though. How does he know? All right, well, how many is it? It's a uh, thirty thousand. That many suckers, Just huh? About. Thinking that degree is going to be worth anything. <laughs> Working for seven dollars an hour in Orlando. All right, Rob. <laughs> All right, here we go, Rob. Rob, about how many seats does the Patriots Center have in it? Is it A ten thousand, B twenty thousand, C thirty thousand, or D forty thousand? I thought it only sat one broken thumb. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's not one anymore. of the answers. So which one is it, ass? Uh, C. No, you're wrong. Beat it. Lose. You're the only one that lost. Wait, Todd. No, you lost because you went there. Yeah, you, you actually spent six and a half years of your life there, loser. Yeah, so I, had had a fun, I had a fun time, man. In the quad. What's the quad? The wad? The quad, man. That's where everyone hangs out. They got a pool table. Is that your roommate? <laughs> Was his name Quad? That's his favorite part of him. I just two more questions if anyone cares. Not really. Uh, give us one of them. All right, here, let's let Nightmare Dave play. Dave, you want to play? Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. All right, Dave. An average... Shut up! Can we just give him the prize? No, I want to hear. On average, how much per year is tuition for a full-time... Shut up! Stop it, you weak, you baby! In the state, student. 3,000, 6,000, 9,000, or 12,000. That's B. Congratulations, you got that. All right, next one. How many different countries have students that attend or have attended GMU? Is it 72? No, it's not. It's 140. Good job, Nightmare Dave. All right. Congrats. How much does it cost to go to GMU? Raises it. Cool. That's it. That's all the questions we have. Now, how much does it cost, though? I don't know. Like 6000 a year. You're kidding, right? <laughs> no. You have to be kidding. It can't be $6,000 a year. It's got a great law school. It's got two Nobel Prize winners that teach at it. It also has. The Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. That's true. That is true. Coming up next, it's The Hideout. The Hideout. All right, Dubs, maybe we'll get this uh, chick who wants to date Gibbs on the phone. We can also talk to our friends Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes. They're interesting because they have, an, I guess, now an open marriage where it's girls are invited in. Uh, we'll talk about that, plus there's a lot more, too. In the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, congratulations to Ray and Longwood. Got qualified for the 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HD TV. That's from CompUSA DLP Technology. Thank you to Texas Instruments. Coming up with that. Um, next qualification coming up at 10:15, Dubs. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. And star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Hey, do you have that audio story that I gave to you about the Texas bars and what they're doing? I guarantee I can find it. All right, why don't you look that one up? It may even be on today's, too. I don't think I gave you today's, did I? Hold on, Matt, if you'll run this into J-Dubs. Go ahead and do some more GMU trivia. <clears throat> I've got it. I should give you this anyway. Oh, it's not labeled, whatever. You got it. I'll label it for you. But, you know, I'm going home to Texas for my dad's funeral. Or my, not my dad, Whoa, I'm sorry, what? my granddad's funeral. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, I heard about this going on, and I know we're going to be drinking, you know, because that's part of the funeral thing to do. And I didn't even know they could get away with this. There's something going on in Texas, and I'm worried that it's going to spread everywhere, including here. Well, the next time someone has one too many, the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission may be watching. For the past couple of weeks, the TABC has been performing stings across the state. News 8 Austin's Reagan Halkman shows us bar customers may not be protected, even if they're inside their favorite hangout. People go to a bar to drink. But if you have too much to drink at a bar or any other place that serves alcohol, you might be arrested. If I know I'm going to be out drinking, I don't drive. But to know that I could be arrested because of that, and I'm not hurting anyone or driving or putting anybody else's life in danger, I think that's silly. Being drunk in public is no laughing matter to the Texas Alcohol and Beverage Commission. It's illegal, and it's illegal because it's dangerous. When people drink too much, they lose their ability to make good decisions, and they put themselves in dangerous situations. And if you- All right, let's pause it here and just think about that concept or mm-hmm. that, that line of reasoning. So you, apparently in Texas, can be drunk in a bar. Yes, just sitting at a bar, drinking. What you do at a bar, you drink, and you usually get a little drunk. And what's funny, too, is that a lot of us here in the hideout will have designated drivers. Mm-hmm. That don't matter, though. But, yeah, it, can, it sounds like it's not even a thing about stopping drinking and driving, although they may be part of it. It seems, I guess, to curb fights, it could be, too. Yeah, maybe or uh, is, stop bar brawls. Or maybe to stop, I don't know, sex. Because, you know, that's also one of the big things whenever you go out and you drink. Find some nice skank to take home at, uh, you know, 212 when they're kicking you out. Mm-hmm. Let's share a cab. And, you know, that whole thing. But I didn't realize you could get arrested for being drunk in a bar. If you think once you walk through the door at a bar you're on private property, think again. It is a public place if we give it a permit or a license to sell alcoholic beverages. It is a public place. You know, the point of, at which you become drunk, is, is to me, is, is the bigger question. Bob Woody is part owner of 11 bars and clubs downtown. He's not worried about enforcement. He's worried about how the agents will determine someone's drunk. I think he'd be pretty hard-pressed to determine a specific blood alcohol content for intoxication. Our agents make contact with the person, ask them to step outside in a controlled environment so we can truly assess their level of intoxication. Both t- well, that seems like they, they are asking them to step outside, and once they step outside, that's drunk in public, and then they can uh, arrest them. Well, they said if we give you a permit to serve alcohol, that officially becomes a public place. That's what the TABC, TABC I guess, says in, I don't in think Texas. That, I don't think that's true everywhere, though. That can't be true everywhere because there there are private clubs where you can go buy alcohol if you're just a member. But I couldn't imagine. Let's say we're all hanging out right now having a beer, and Snatchy Cakes is the undercover cop, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there with her. Maybe you're having a you know a shot or a drink, and then she goes, "Hey, let's come outside," or she even says, "Hey, I'm a cop. Come outside," and you're like, "What am I doing? I'm sitting there. I'm having a drink." And that's a great point. Like, when do you figure out uh, he's drunk, even if he's slurring or not? Or maybe some people hide it well. Dubs gets quiet. Mm-hmm. Dubs will just sit in the corner quietly and not talk to anybody for fear of being a uh, 
a drunkard and making an ass of myself. Right. Or he'll go on stage while a band is playing a song and start trying to talk to people. I think that I was do. I think that was the turning point that made him be quiet. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, quick story real fast. When we were in D.C., we were in D.C. and we went to go see our friends in Rev 9. Uh, a very good band. Play. I don't remember going up on stage while they were playing. No. So it was beforehand, I remember being up on stage. We had been drinking. Yeah, actually, heavily. Even let me t let me jump in before your story. You guys are invited on stage to introduce the band, mm -hmm. and you said, you know, we're on after uh, Ron and Fez, who are, and they're Mom on Don and Mike, yeah. Howard Stern, and thing. And I said, don't forget Ron and Fez. Yeah. <laughs> after you'd already said Ron and Fez. Yeah, I'd already said them in dubs. He's so drunk. The half things. Hey, <laughs> don't forget about Ryan and Fez. And I'm like, I already said them, drunkard. <laughs> so Rev9 gets up and starts playing. They're in the middle of their set. And their lead singer, you know, he's doing his whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's a rock show. This is kind of a smaller club in D.C. So Dubs goes up while they're in the middle of their song <laughs> and taps him on the shoulder so that he could tell him something. Now, and, neither... And Todd turns around and is like, and he's, you know, he goes back to singing, he turns around, and Dubs keeps tapping him. Come now, here, I need to tell you something. Now, neither me or Todd or Bateman at that point remembered that happening. That was I only you. I remembered it happening. Oh, it happened. And I remember it clear as day right pull, now. I want to pull the tape, because Tommy said he didn't remember seeing that happen. No, I saw it happen. I even brought it up. And then, actually, the funny thing I remember was, I think, when you guys were first getting on stage to introduce the band. I tripped. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you're quiet now when mm -hmm. we go out that's why i rarely drink when we go out for fear of that right there mm -hmm. and then reliving it mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry it was so great though to see this rock band performing <laughs> tommy reenacting in the booth but to see this rock band up there performing and kicking ass and dubs go hey i need to tell you something <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what I would need to tell him. I don't either. That's what was so funny. I kept trying to ask you, what was so important you had to talk to Todd, the lead singer of Rev9? And Todd just kind of goes, a, yeah, uh-huh. Just does that little, like, yeah, okay, I'm that same, that's, doing something right now. That same brush off of, hey, this is our first time back all together in nine months, and you're interrupting me <laughs> in our closing I, I can't even imagine what would be so important that I would do that. What are y'all going to play next? I need to know when I can go to the bathroom. Did you get that thing I sent you? <laughs> hey, dude, I'm drunk. Wow. Uh, I'm wasted. Are you? <laughs> anyway, Dubs. What are those people cheering for? I think you should definitely... Oh, here's that chick who likes Gibbs. Right, we'll get back to this drinking in public thing in a second. Or drinking in the bar and getting arrested for it, though. Harley. Yo. Is that your name? Yeah. Alright, uh, this is Gibbs. Sexy. This is the female Gibbs. Did you just hear that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's uh? So what? You work with Gibbs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this, <laughs> this is Gibbs. <laughs> Harley, you guys work together over at AAA? Yeah. Answer the phones. <laughs> you guys answer phones? Yeah, pretty much. What are you looking like? I hate you. Hold on. Hold hold on. Hold on for That's two seconds. Manner. Hold on for two seconds. Every single answer would be a Gibbs answer. Yeah. I think you guys are soulmates. I have HIV. I can tell this already. Harley right. will soon too. All right, hold, Harley, we got we're up at a commercial break. Hold on cuz I want to talk to you, okay? Sure. All right, hold on. <laughs> is that not Gibbs? We should get him on the phone and just compare. Where is he? Can you not get a hold of him? He's not answering. Oh, keep trying. We'll take a break. If 
Lucas, or if anybody out there is with Gibbs and knows where Gibbs is, because he took the night off, we got Harley, who works with him. And our dumbass uh, Chunks didn't ask where he was going to be tonight. Hey, ass, pick up your phone, give me a call back. It's Chunks' fault that we don't have him on the phone right now. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. Do you know what she looks like? All right, we'll, t- we'll ask her all that kind of fun stuff next. We'll talk to Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes. I want to look at those wedding photos. They say they were in Amsterdam with their hideout hoodies. Nice. Just walking around representing. I'd have been impressed if you were at realradio.fm on your forehead so people would have known how to listen. We'll think of that for next time. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up at 10 o'clock, what's on the web? Realradio.fm is the website. Open Doors tomorrow, brought to us by Taco Bell. Open Door Policy will open up the doors of the hideout in the Clear Channel compound for an hour at the end of the live week. Taco Bell provides the vouchers for the heretics who come up. Insomnia has its advantages because Taco Bell is open late. Yes, and you can tame that late-night hunger beast. 407 916 Let's go back to Harley. Who is a chick who is into Gibbs, our intern who is not here tonight? Um, Harley, what do you look like? Well, a dude. I'm 18. I have long, uh, reddish brown hair, dyed. I'm Native American, so I have tan skin. And I actually just did a photo shoot today for Jam Orlando. I'm a Jam Orlando girl. What does that mean? What is a Jam Orlando girl? What is that? Um, they're like a hip-hop team, and they do promotional stuff. Do you guys clubs. have a website? Um, I'm not on the website, yes, but they do have jamorlando.com. Um, the new pictures should be up, I guess, in like a week. Do you have a MySpace or anything where we can see uh, pictures? Um, yeah, I do. It's uh, my, well, do you want me to give it out over Sure, here? why not? Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's uh, myspace.com slash harleyfl. Harleyfl. All right, hold on. We're all, now everyone's scouring over. And, of course, it locks up as soon as she gives it out. Yeah. Um, now, what, what is it about Gibbs that you're interested in? Uh, send me that uh, link, please, with uh, J-Dubs. I don't know. He seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. It's a large head. Internship and work 40 hours a week. Right. It's an incredibly large head. It's not a good head. It's they like, don't look alike, but they have similar features. It's oversized. Do you think it's his sister? I, I think it's his long-lost sister. Um, yeah, right. She's kind of cute. She's got kind of big arms, though. Can someone send it to me, please? Kind of busy over here. You no. guys got to see the pictures what? out of my dance pictures. From the photo shoot? Hey, I'm uh, serious. Did somebody send it to I me? I just sent it. Calm down. I'm trying to do a show and talk to this chick. I'm I'm trying to link you over to it. All right, hold on a second. Harley Gibbs is on the phone. You want? You ready to talk? Now, <laughs> you like Gibbs? Is he up? Hold on a second. Here's Gibbs. Oh, my cover. All right, hold on. Here you go. Turn your radio down, sweetie. Gibbs, you're on the air. Hey, Harley. How's it going, girl? (laughs) Hey, it's me. Good to hear you. This doesn't sound like you. (laughs) Oh, it's it's definitely me. So you you want to go out sometime? We'll go hang out, you know, sit by the fire. (laughs) You know, make a little sweet love. Oh, my God. Who is this guy? You can rub my big head. You can rub my big, giant head. 
I got HIV, you know. Oh, right. oh my God. He does actually. Hold on. That's true. I have HIV. Uh, Harley, who, who is the guy with the dirt stash? You have your arm around in your picture. The dirt stash. Yeah. Man, they're all ate up ravers. Party Hardy. Well, Die. All right. Yeah, there's a picture of her. She's not. Yeah, she's pretty cute. How tall are you? I'm like five, six and a half. Lies. <laughs> How much? I do you... try real hard for that half. You know. How much do you weigh? Like one. I just weighed myself. I'm losing some weight. I weigh one thirty-four now. One thirty-four. Yeah. At five six. Yeah. Mmm. It's a lot of ass. Yeah. You got a lot of junk back there. Yeah, that's why I'm a Jam Orlando girl. <laughs> All right, that is that actually makes sense. What are you doing now? Right this second, I'm driving back to my house. <laughs> why don't you come up to the studio and we'll uh, arrange a meeting with you and Gibbs? Well, you guys arrange it. I'll be there. All right, come on up. All right, Chunks, get a hold of her and tell her to come up here. Oh, boy. Get the lube ready. What? Jesus. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> ghostly chick that she's got her arm around with the red hair. I, I have a lot of questions to ask this girl. There's something going on here. What was her MySpace? MySpace.com slash Harley FL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to take a look at that. Did you get my link? No, your link isn't working. It's making me uh, sound. mine work? Uh, yeah, yours did. I just got that one photo of the view more. Hold on, let me try again. This stupid thing. All right, there we go. Now I'm saying, yeah, she's a little thick. Yeah, the one, the one picture with the albino. And look at the douchebag. She has her arm. Although she the, uh, appears, dirt she appears to have fantastic boobies. <laughs> oh oh yeah! Check out my MySpace, Harley FL. Apparently, she can't come in. She she does look uh, flexible. Why can't she come in? Gibbs is coming up. Uh, she said she can't make it in time, and she's got school tomorrow. What's the? Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. This. Yeah, I don't. I'm not quite sure what's going on either. That dirt. Thank God I'm gay. That dirt stash is funny with the wrinkled black uniform. Even <laughs> look at the like the main page of her. She's got a bunch of pictures on there too. Mm-hmm. There's some red-haired douchebag on there with them too. It's funny how we get so angry just looking at other people and what they do. Well, yeah. You just wonder what's going on in this douchebag's head. Like, look <laughs> what at is his life? Oh God! Hmm. Here's an old man in a ten-gallon hat with no legs. All right. MySpace. Dot- She's still on the phone, by the way. <laughs> MySpace.com/slash/HarleyFL. Yeah, look at that guy. Jesus, was she eighteen? She looks drunk in all these photos. Oh, there's another dirt stash. She loves the dirt stash. She lit. Look at this guy. They're 18. Look at this, like, <laughs> crap on his chin. Who's the uh, who's the douche the limo? Look at the old man. What is that? I hope that's her dad. Jeans look about right. All right, I'm weirded out now. There's the same picture of this one guy with his dirt mustache yeah. and his dirt chin, but like in every photo, it keeps growing. His uh, his hair. Every photo annoys me more. Now I understand why mom says she wants to clip this beard of mine. Oh, Hefe. And just get rid of it. 
And then there's another photo of him with his hair like popping out of out of his shirt, and eventually it's going to get entangled with his dirt beard. I hate MySpace and all their stupid photos. <laughs> That's why I love VirtualPursuit.com. Look at this. When you look at MySpace and all these pages that people have up, it's very uh, narcissistic. Narcissistic? Yeah. Mm. Hey, go to that picture of the link I just sent you. All right, hold on. Let me go find this. You guys can all join in in the phone at home. Mm-hmm. MySpace.com backslash HarleyFL. Come on. This chick, I guess, digs Gibbs. She's still there? Hey, Harley. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you guys talking about um, the kid that's dressed in the black and he's sitting right next to me? Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk to him because he wasn't too happy about all this? <laughs> all right, yeah, let's talk to that the dirt staff. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Federline. <laughs> what's up? Dude, what's with the facial hair? Hey, guys. <laughs> God, I hate you. Shave, shave that, dude. It doesn't look good. Hey, douchebag, yeah. speak. All right, never mind, you moron. The two of you. You think we made a love connection here tonight? <laughs> I think we did good things for good people. I love that's who Dubs or uh, Gibbs is hanging out with. Never bring my name up with this. I hate that guy. Look at him. <laughs> I hate him and his wrinkled black outfit and his dirt stash. I just hate him. And she's kind of hot. You know, you'd throw it to her. Drink the few pounds off of her. <laughs> Look at this guy. Who even has a mustache anymore? Is that true, Doogie Tarantino? The uh, mustaches are making a comeback? I had just heard something on, on the morning show on TV the other day about it. Are our mustaches making a comeback? No. Not? It's broke back, dude. It's such a, a mustache is, is such a gay thing. You'd it, think it would even become more gay after broke back and people would be you know, a little more standoffish. It's broke back in Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Bring him back to the unshaven look. No redeeming values to it. All right, what does he want? Who? All right, dirt stash. <laughs> dirt stash. Hey, dude, why are you making fun of my dirt stash, man? Look at it. Dude, but, but it rocks, dude. No, it doesn't. It's the dude, worst I'm, thing I'm, ever. Who's your dude, hero, I'm, K-Fed? I'm a pimp, dude. Don't you know? All right, he is. He is a junior K-Fed with his How? wrinkled outfit <laughs> and his... Uh... I want I to hear about his pimping. Right, let, 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 tell me a story of pimping, my friend. Did you bang All that right. chick? Look, dude, you see that picture right there? She was smiling for a reason, man. That dirt stash got real dirty that All day. Right. I don't even think that was him now. I don't know. It sounded like him. Mm-hmm. But he was doing too much talking there. That guy sounded more uh, intelligent than the dirt stash we first talked to. This is what I'm talking about. Those are the guys who are hanging out with semi-hot chicks with big boobs. And whatever girl he's having sex with, somehow he's talked out of wearing a condom. <laughs> that guy, it's just something about having that that hair on your lip. They fall for it. Right. I don't know if they grow out of it or what. I guess it will feel better without it. <laughs> <laughs> Cr- 
Christ Almighty. There's no there's no hope for the future of this country. I have a lot of people saying he looks like he smells bad. <laughs> no, not with the wrinkles and the uh, dirt stash. That poor kid, he didn't do anything to us. He's sure living. He's looking at you in those pictures. He knows that oh, you're going to see him. I know. Those eyes follow you. Like the Mona Lisa. They follow you for a reason, man. Yeah, B, yeah, B, yeah, yeah. What's up? I guarantee you Keeping he's banging that chick, too. What do Ain't you no think? Ain't no thing. Oh, definitely. Ain't no thing. Again, it's on myspace.com slash Harley FL. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> that whole... <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. Go ahead, Gibbs. Follow that. You gotta know this is on his front page. I've been shafted. I've been shafted. I've been shafted. What a piece of white trash. Island of the Loud. Grow one of those. This, this girl seems like one of the people who would enjoy like booty dance to this music. Oh yeah! When he releases his album in August, they're buying it. Oh yeah! There's gonna be a release happening to this album. And just having dirty, hairy sex. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I think I do. Look, I'm a man. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's pubic hair. I gave it with my testosterone. Testosterone? Mm -hmm. That's what he calls it. I guarantee that's his name for it. I hate him. I, I just can't even begin to tell you. I hope he has a MySpace. I'm going to look for his. I want to add this freak and then just leave awful comments like you did on uh <laughs> k-feds yeah i can do it too now Yay. all right here's dirt stash <laughs> calling back come on dirt stash you uh <laughs> y'all gonna add me to myspace it's myspace slash dirt stash <laughs> <laughs> it's a hideout for radio 104.1 stay tuned stay tuned to the hideout I'm sorry, I gotta better control myself when we're on the radio. Mm -hmm. But I just see pictures of people like that. Ooh, she's got some good boobs on her, though. I told there's you she did. There's something uh, her at a rave. It's a hideout. 407-916-1041. I want to get into Duke and Tarantino and uh, Snatchy Cake's relationship. Because now that they're married, how that affects their open. We found Dirt Stass's page on MySpace, so we've just been looking at it the whole time, laughing. These young I call kids him need. They, yeah. Who's the guy from uh, Bully? He looks like he would have been in Bully. Donnie. Donnie. These yeah, kids need to get a kid from Bully. Yeah, they need to get a photo album. All right, so Hideout Road Radio 104.1. <clears throat> Uh, let's go to Bad Angel. Bad Angel and Kissimmee, what's up? Hey, what's going on? What you got? First of all, about the uh, mustache, the mustache thing, it's uh, it's not the whole mustache. It's like the goatee mustache without anything in between. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah, can't connect it yet. Thing. 
That is a yeah. very good point. That's exactly what this guy has going on. Yep, that's the new thing. It's like, I don't know, seen it on TV. It's like they just shave it right between where it connects. No, you're, you're wrong with that point because I don't think they can grow in between. I think that part hasn't really come in yet for him. <laughs> that My, might be possible. I, I just, and I wonder if everyone's going to get pissed, but I just put him, uh, set him as the background <laughs> here on the studio <laughs> computer. Yeah, I should do the same. <laughs> So that, let's see, Russ, Shannon, and Mr. Phillips can all see him. The dirt stash. What else you got, Ben Angel? That's mean. Uh, the other thing I wanted to tell you about was, like, um, I found out recently that you can apply. You know how you get apply for a job online? Mm-hmm. Everything is online. You can't go into a store with a resume anymore. That's true. Uh, so anyway, you go and apply online. So I got fed up, and I waited, like, two months to hear from, like, Best Buy. Because I'm a computer technician. Right. Want to be part of the Geek Squad. Uh, correct. Yeah, exactly. Well, not that name, but yeah. Right. <laughs> so I go in, and I'm like, okay, this has been like two times. I filled this thing out. It takes 45 minutes online. What could be the possible reason I've been turned down? What is it? I have bad credit. You know, I heard that is a new thing, mm-hmm. and my buddy is actually going through that now. He went through the background check. He still hasn't heard anything. Lefty. Yeah, exactly. It's not the, it's the background check goes into your credit. A lot of times. I, uh, I have lousy credit. A lot of times it does that where it, you can't get a job because of your bad credit. I can see if you're directly working with money uh, in some form or fashion. But at a bank no, or something, it's but not if you that you don't go to work because you have bad credit, I think because you got screwed somewhere along the line, like mm-hmm. I did. I think the the problem with the bad credit, at least from what I've heard, is because if you have bad credit, you may be desperate to get it right. And so I think this is what I had heard before: they're leery of people with bad credit who will tr- who could be quote unquote questionable I, when it comes to things around the store. Maybe more apt to steal things. Now I don't believe this, yeah, but I, I had heard that yeah. one. I find that very dangerous to assume that someone is going to be like that just because of a few bad decisions, maybe uh, in something they did, or maybe something that wasn't even their fault uh, before, and totally ruling them out right. of a job because That's what of it. Happened to me. I mean, I was in business with a guy, and he stole everything I owned, and I had to file bankruptcy at 21 years old. No, no, I completely hear you, dude. Uh, I think it's wrong, too, but I believe that's what I had heard. Like, that was part of the reason that they're leery. Well, good luck out there, Bad Angel. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, let's go to Chris real fast. What do you got, Chris? Hey there. Um, one thing before I get to my question, I can uh, touch on that real quick. I'm a, I'm ex-military intelligence analyst. Mm-hmm. And when they do our, our background checks uh, to give us our certain security clearances, that's a big thing. If you have uh, bad credit, they they're worried about if you'll uh, you know sell information. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anything if it's government wise, or even if you got a you know regular old job. Let's say you're working at one of these box stores, like they call them, like a Best Buy or a Circuit City. Would you be apt to have a laptop fall off the back of the truck and then go sell that, and then uh, then in turn try to help those uh, credit problems and pay off those debts? Exactly. Which yeah, I think like more and more uh, you know credits becoming uh, you know more and more of a weight on on a personal. You know, a person's mentality. Oh, absolutely. What's the other thing you got? Um, uh, one question that I had. You guys had a guess uh, the other night for mm-hmm. that that loose change nine eleven. Yeah, loose change nine eleven dot com. They were um, we have the, we have it up on the podcasting too. What do you got? 
Correct. Well, that that got me to you know go to the website and uh, check out the video, and and you know the video is really really convincing, and I was curious if either you guys have gotten any feedback from your listeners, or if there's any listeners out there that have seen it and just. You know, maybe if they know something, that's just like, oh, this is crap. Uh, you know, here's the thing about it. We had a buddy of ours who listened to us in D.C., EMSTD, uh, who was an, who was a, uh, an EMT yeah. out in D.C. and said he saw the An plane, plane fly into the Pentagon. He was uh, right there when and, it happened. And he said he was one of the ver- very first people there. He even said, too, that he went and watched Loose Change 9-11 and... Said, "Wow, this actually had, brings up some very valid points that he, you know, that he couldn't even defend. He was just more going on his experience of, hey, this is what I saw. Everyone that I've talked to who watches the film, and like the boys said, they have a 99% conversion rate, where people have really they watch it, they go, they look things up, and more and more they're believing this thing, or you know, at least." Not being so doubtful of the conspiracy that was thrown out there on LooseChange911.com. So, um, I don't know. I, you know, again, I, I tend to question everything, and I think everyone should. But a lot of the people who have watched it, like, you know, they're coming away with, if not all of this is true, even if some of this is true, wow, we're in serious trouble. Right. Well, definitely, it's definitely our civic duty to, you know, to question, you know, the, if we just all sit by idly, you know, then sure, the government can do whatever they want. Yeah. But, you know, it's just the whole thing. It seems like people that question and, you know, even consider a government conspiracy are just, you know, chastised and before the, they can even say anything. And you called wackos and all that kind of stuff. Hey, thank right. you, Chris. Appreciate it. I hate to bring the show back to uh, Dirt Stash. I'm but, looking at him now on my background. <laughs> I, there's one picture of him, like, at a carnival. All right, send it to me. And he has a... Nick Capon, with his name on it, his name, uh, like, uh, what is that, uh, like, uh, when they they do it at the fair, like, they spray it. All right, can you send it to me? I'm doing that right now. All right, thank you. Hey, real fast, Doogie Tarantino and uh, Snatchy Cakes got married. Mm-hmm. A couple of the uh, hair ticks and hair chicks. I thought you guys just disappeared on us. Turned, I thought you hated us. UNF... SFG had just gone off and done your own thing. Didn't like being around us anymore. But I guess you got married and you went to Amsterdam. How is this affecting the whole we can invite girls in and have, like, you know, hot girl-on-girl action with Doogie watching? It's the same. It hasn't changed at all? Well, yeah, I was going to say it had the same effect on marriage that that marriage has on any relationship. I don't have any sex anymore. Aww. Hey. How how long? When did you guys get married? Uh, two weeks ago, something like that. Do you yeah. feel different? No. No. Not at all. No. Have you guys brought in a girl into bed since you had uh since you got married? No. See that that's already started. Mm-hmm. The, Are you gonna? If I find the right one. Are you still looking for the right one? She's getting picky in her old age. I was pretty, I was picky before. I'm still picky, <laughs> just as picky as I was. There seemed to be a better talent pool. Can I just throw a skirt on and yeah. run on over? No. Hey, whatever had happened to Padme D's? Oh, we should have called her. She keeps wanting to come back up. Yeah, bring her up. Oh, we got a break. All right, we'll get we'll get caught up in a second. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. We're gonna push back what's on the web for just one segment. Mm-hmm. Coming up in just like five minutes, we'll get you qualified for that 52-inch television. Just because Tommy says he has a lot of good stuff and he doesn't want to rush it. 
and we're running running behind as it is. Real fast, what is that stuff, Tommy Chaffer? What's on the web? We'll hear in about you know seven minutes or so. Uh, it's actually a little quiz for you, Chunks and Matt, in um, old school commercials. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely do. Maybe we'll do the rest of the show on that. Fast. Well, I don't have that many. Well, real fast though. I see him over there throwing a fit. Who? Tommy. Why? Because I told him he's like, well, just don't go to it then. I didn't. I wrote it down. I could. <laughs> I said, "Don't." You said, "Do it quick," and I said, "Well, don't go to it then," because I got a bunch of stuff. Pouting, essentially. Um, real fast. Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes are here. A couple of the original. We know them back from the DC days through Ron and Fez, and they were down here, and we were so happy they were here. They still haven't put on a sex show for us, though. Well, they did do the carrot, mm-hmm. the eating of the carrot, reverse eating. So that still counts. That goes down in hideout history. Oh, boy, does it go down in hideout history. <laughs> um, all right, Jimmy Jam and Apopka's on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, he's upset? I guess he's got an issue with you, too. Jimmy Jam, the leader of hereticshideout.com, president of the heretics, as opposed to the king, which is Bong Swat Matt. By the way, Bong Swat, I like you and you're cool. But I saw a conversation that he had with uh, Matt the other day on the Instant Messenger about how Matt and Dubs were funny during the Nightmare Dave stuff, but I guess somehow I wasn't in that segment. So I'll remember that. We're, f- we're great. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> Jimmy J. Rack em. Hey, what's up, guys? Jimmy Jam in the house. What do you, what's the problem you have with uh, Doogie hey, Tarantino what? and uh, Snatchy Cakes? Why was I invited to the wedding? I mean, you invite that evil munchkin SMG, but you don't invite Jimmy Jam? <laughs> All right, so he's pissed because here's the thing about SFG and Jimmy Jam. When we very first started the Open Doors... Yeah, those guys were attached to the hip. They were, uh, we thought they were lovers because they would come in together every single time. The open they, back door. They'd always be drunk. We'd always have to dump them, either one, eat, uh, you know, eat, anytime either one of them spoke. And, you know, now it turns out that... Uh, SFG doesn't come around anymore. Wasn't there a whole fight with SFG and he was going to fight somebody? Oh, that was Tommy. Never mind. Um, this man giant got swollen. That was at the uh, Super Bowl party. I forgot about that. <laughs> Where did Tommy go, Matt? Did you want to talk about that? I think he went to the bathroom. Okay, sure. fair enough. So how come how come Jimmy Jam wasn't invited to the wedding? How come Dubs and I weren't invited to the wedding? We tried to invite you a couple times. I asked who was going to be the official representative from the hideout at our wedding, and nobody ever got back to me. I never heard that. Where'd you where'd you say that at? I said okay. a couple times at latitudes when we were talking that I'd be honored to come. I never even yeah I never even heard that before. All right, so Jimmy Jam, are you offended that your boyfriend SFG got to go? Yeah, here's here's the thing. They think they're better than the heretics. That's what it is. What? I mean, they're, they're avoiding the heretics, never come up on open door. I mean, you guys couldn't wait one night to come up with the heretics? What's going on? Talking bad about us two out here? What's this? No, all right, let's be honest. If we came up when all the heretics were in here, would we have gotten within five feet of a microphone? Yeah, that is true, too. Hey, it's hey, always crowded. Uh, uh, now, are you hurt, though, that SFG is now falling in with Doogie yeah, Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes uh, and you're on the outs? Uh, I'm feeling a little put out. I'm going to his uh, house right when I leave here. Are you? Yeah, we are. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> yeah, I gotta swing by there for something. Aw. Alright, Jimmy John, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Hey, was, was that Matt on the phone? Yeah, Matt uh, Albert's screen of phone calls. Man, that guy's so fat. He sat on a rowing machine and it sank. Oh, Fatty. right. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, well, never mind. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say next time we get married, then we'll invite him. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. 
All right, Bong Swap Matt says, it's just Dubs was so much funnier considering the pain he was working through with his thumb. It's true. <laughs> you know, there's an appreciation that goes into comedy like that when I'm fighting through a thumb injury. You're not pointing at the wrong thumb. You just pointed no. at your right thumb. No, this one. It's your left one. Oh, yeah. You're an ass. I hate you. All right, EJ from the U Both says, are kind of sore. I want to punch Jimmy Jam leaving a big U on his forehead. Why does EJ hate him now? By the way, uh, last night at the end of the show, epic. I don't know if you missed it, but Sir Gary was on with Captain Spaulding, and they essentially did the last 10 minutes of the show. Oh, more than 10. I would say 15. Just talking back and forth. We had to take a little commercial break, but... I'd love to relive that if we could. If Captain Spaulding's around to call in. That was gold. All right, let's take a break and come back with what's on the web here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Wednesday night, it's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Damn it, Dubs, just so much stuff that we haven't gotten mm-hmm. to. And tomorrow is uh, the last live show of the week because Friday I'm going to the Mavericks Magic game. And I do apologize, but uh also don't. I did it in Michigan. I did it in D.C. Whenever the Mavericks are in town, I will go to the uh, take the night off and go to the game with their new coach. Coach Lubbock does not coach them. <laughs> he sends me an IM, and I'm like, "What? Avery Johnson got fired? What are you talking about?" <laughs> coach Lubbock. They got eight new cheerleaders. <laughs> hey, what song was that? People are asking on the IM. Actually, seven new cheerleaders. That's right. Uh, it was I'm Broken by Pantera. Oh, okay. Um, congratulations to Tom in Fort Lauderdale. You can hear us in Fort Lauderdale? He must be listening on RealRadio.fm. He was a trucker. Oh, fantastic. He got qualified for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP projection HDTV. Hey, real fast, Matt Albert handling the phones while Chunks runs around. Mm-hmm. And since Gibbs has cut back on his time in the hideout, and we're looking for new interns, so uh, get a hold of us so that we can uh, get you signed up for the summer semester. But Matt Albert's moved over to handle the phones. Matt, your thoughts? It's harder than it looks, but I'm, I'm trying to get a hang of it. That's what you tell not, the girls, too. You're not, you're not doing too bad a job, i got to say. You say you had a newfound respect, though, for Gibbs and Chunks and just anyone who's answered phone calls before? Yeah, because you have to listen to the show along with... Yeah. Answering the phones, and that's really hard. There, there is a certain uh, aspect of multitasking when you are doing uh, the phone screening. I know that was always a big thing. You always have to have one ear on that, uh, on the uh, like the show, and one ear on the caller, and you're trying to speed the caller up while you're paying attention to what's going on on the show. All right, and I don't think uh, Gibbs ever really picked that up because he never paid attention to what was going on on the uh, show. Oh, uh, what? Sorry. Hey, well, you got to multitask when you do this job. Because I just said that, Gibbs. Oh. <laughs> I right, let's, uh, you think we ruined his chances with that chick? I hope so. Harley? Looks like her face melted. <laughs> she had bags under her eyes. <laughs> and the dirt stash? I wonder who's going to get pissed about, who's going to get per- pissed first, Dubs? Have you seen, have, come into the studio real fast before we get to what's Me? on the web. Yeah, come in here. Just so you can see what's on my screensaver here on the computer. Actually, not not my screensaver, background. <coughs> Same one I got in there. Who's going to get pissed first, Russ, Shannon, or Phillips? Shannon. 
You think so? He's a man's man. He doesn't want to look at that. <laughs> that guy's a dude. That guy's looking at me like he wants to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he wants to tickle my uh, nether region with mm-hmm. that dirt stash. <laughs> hey, what's on the web, Tommy Bateman? Retards. I mean, uh, mentally challenged people. Uh, this first girl, I think her name is Norna. The first half of it, you just, if you laugh at it, you feel kind of bad. But then at the end, you're like, well, she just brought me laughing at her on herself. Hello. I'm Norna. And I have a video request. You know the song, Come Sail Away, Come Sail Away, Come Sail Away, Come Sail Away with me. Well, Cartman sings that on South Park, and I was wondering if you could find a video of him singing that. That'd be so great to add to my favorites. Here it comes. Alrighty, toodaloo. Oh, I want to hear an impression of a piggy I can do. Listen. <coughs> That's it squealing and snorting out. Funny thing is, mother probably makes her eat out of a trough. Okay. <sighs> hey, hey, when you were growing up, did you have one of those like circular things where you pulled the the uh the little rope or the string, and it says, the cow goes, Yeah, uh, like a little arrow spins in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and it points to whatever. Speaking then... spoon? No, it's uh, it's more of just... I can't remember what they called that. I don't think it was a, 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 a string. I think it was like a little lever. Yeah. You just pulled on the side, and it I, would spin around. I remember mine have a, having a string. Uh, mine had like, this, this little lever, and, you just, and it was usually red. It was like a ripcord. It was usually red with... Uh, uh, a red thing in the middle, and then it just had like all the animals in the circle around it. The pig goes. Moo. The pig. Oh no, I was uh, making an impression of that girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is this dirt stash? Oh, the whole show can't be about dirt stash. <laughs> it should be. Although we I should am, give him a show. I am fascinated by what's going on in his world. <laughs> hey, dirt, dirt stash. Yeah. All right, what what name do you go by? You can call me Eddie. All right, Fast, <laughs> fast Eddie? Yeah. So, hey, let me ask you real fast, speaking of what's on the web, because we were looking at your MySpace. So we're like you and all the other 18-year-olds. There's a lot I'm of... 18. A lot 21. of... Pic- yeah, well, okay, that's well, even The 18-year-olds you hang out with. That's you right. guys all like... That was my ex-girlfriend's sister. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, are you all like tripping and rolling and with the glow sticks and everything? Some of them are. Were you? Nah. You don't do that? Nah. Never have? Nope. <laughs> you just sell it? Nope. All right. Well, what, just... what did you want when you called in? What were you looking for? Just so we could say his name, Fast Eddie. <laughs> you can say it's Fast Eddie or Shaggy Raver. <laughs> All right, Dirt Stash. See you, buddy. Wow. In the hideout, your Dirt Stash. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I, did, I should have talked to him with uh, the picture up. <laughs> kind of like a video phone? <laughs> hey, oh. can, can you guys come in here and take a picture of the monitor? Because I know it won't be this way tomorrow. Mine will. I got it. No, but it's even better in here in the studio. Just oh, not- I don't know. Dirty Jim has to look at this one.
<laughs> He's going to get so pissed. We should change all the office ones to that picture, too. Yeah, one of the callers called and she didn't want to go on air and said that CNSA was the name of that toy. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you very much. I have for... to pee. Uh, I think that's the one the pig makes. I was an idiot. The dirty tail. <laughs> all right, what else is on the web? Who cares? It's time to break anyway. Is it? All right, well, we'll finish up what's on the web next then. Hey, 10 o'clock hour. Tommy gets a whole hour here. Hello, in everybody. Out. This is Alan Thick. Thanks for being in touch. Thanks for uh, caring. Thanks for keeping track of me. AlanThick.com. It's a hideout, <laughs> real radio. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1, wrapping it up just about on a Wednesday night. Uh. Dirt Stash's dad, you're in the hideout. Hey, you know, I didn't raise Dirt Stash to be like that. I mean, it's live for the stash and die for the stash. You know? Fair enough. This is code to live by. That should be on a T-shirt. I'm sure it is. All right, what else is on the web, Tommy Bateman? Longest uh, what's on the web ever. Now entering segment three. Worst one ever. Uh, this one's for Dubs. I'm sure back in 86, this is what he wanted for, uh, Christmas. They're gonna fight! They're gonna fight! I thought Daniel wouldn't fight! He's got no choice! Tell him, you fight to the finish. Fight! Remember, Daniel, son, true strength comes from heart. He's gonna do it! Discover the secrets of karate with Karate Kid by Action Figures. Concentrate, Daniel, son. They chop, twist, and kick. Karate Kid Cry Action figures are each sold separately. And for more action, look for the Karate Kid Competition Center from Remco. This was the biggest piece of garbage I've ever seen in my life. I wanted the Competition Center as a kid. I do remember that. Competition Center sold separately. I uh, I did have like the uh, his uh, the headband he used to wear. <laughs> What's Why? Your, what was your favorite toy? Like if you could have. If you, of all the toys that you had, if you could have just played with one of them. Um, I had like uh, those uh, wrestling guys in the ring and everything. I had that. that. Was, yeah, that was like my favorite thing to play with as a kid. Just doing matches all day, dream matches. I had the Iron Sheik and Hulk Hogan. Did you have the big rubber ones or did you have the little plastic ones? Uh, the rubber ones. See, I had the big rubber ones for a little bit, and then the plastic ones came out, and those were awesome. Cause but they, they were... didn't they didn't fit correctly into the ring, though. Those were too small, weren't they? No. Uh, well, you had to get a new ring for it. No. Yeah, there's there a totally different ring you had to get for it. I'm not wasting my money. My I'm... parents' money. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. All right, Hefe, pay attention. See if you can name this um, product from, I think it was like 1984 or something like that. Already? Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or Action Pack, Hogan's Alley, and High Flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? Will you be the one to experience the Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, Two Controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. Now, I did totally forget about Rob. I've never even heard of Rob. What is that? It's a little robot that uh, you uh, that came with the uh, original Nintendo, like when it first came out. Rob failed miserably. No one used it. So they stopped uh, selling it with Rob. What did Rob do? Rob helped you with the game. Like, there are certain games that you could hook Rob up to, and he would, uh, you know, move, like, with the game. 
I'd never even heard of that. If you see a picture of Rob, you'll totally remember him. All right, somebody find me a picture of Rob then. I think Rob's gay. It's just me. All right, here's a quiz for you. I don't know where Chunks ran off to. And actually, Matt, you can do this too. Uh, fill in the the blank or the beep. Which night of the week were these two shows on? Hey, a night at the ballet gives Tony and Joseph culture. Hey, watch out for Richard Cole. Here comes Miss Sylvie Cole. It's Dance Last Etang. What in Moscow? With a Russian accent. I even kissed him on both cheeks. Tuesday? Who's the boss? Then. How do you improve the perfect family? Can you give me one real reason why we shouldn't have another child? Wait here. All it takes is a little love and, of course, growing pain. What did you say, Hefe? Tuesday. And uh, Matt said Thursday. Tuesday, a night at the ballet gives Tony a dose of culture. I do remember Tuesday nights being great. You know what's funny? I never watched either one of those. Really? I... Hello, everybody. This is Alan Thicke. Thanks for being in touch. Thanks for uh, caring. Thanks for keeping track of me. You never watched Growing Pains? Mm-mm. Not even uh, when they went to uh, Disney Show Channel. So this this song really means nothing to you. I've heard it before. Well, I know, but it doesn't bring back those memories. Nope. I didn't like Growing Pains. How could you not? I like Mr. Belvedere. Wasn't that on the same night? Oh. It may have been. Mr. Belvedere was better. I don't know about that. No. Was Mr. Belvedere and with it Bob Euchre? Bob Euchre in it, yeah. We gotta be. And Rob Stone and, uh, oh, what was Wesley's real name? I got, I got a picture of Rob. You don't, do you now remember him? No. I mean, I guess it looks familiar, but I didn't know that was out there. I would love to hear a heavy metal cover version of this song. I think it might be my favorite song ever. There is something very... In, in, if you notice, like most of the big shows back then had a very catchy uh, song at the beginning of it. Or... I was singing Perfect or, Strangers yesterday. Or did the song become catchy because the show became popular? I don't know, but I, I think that that song really help people, you know, stick around for the show. I'd only say that for perfect strangers. I was thinking that today, and someone was getting pissed off at me. They're like, shut up already. What the hell's wrong with you? What, the perfect strangers one? Yeah. Bosom buddies. Can't believe you let someone talk to you like that. Standing tall. It's a great... Uh, I don't know. I, which one was better, Dubs? That one or perfect strangers? Perfect strangers. I say bosom buddies. Yeah, that was I, good, too. Which one was the bosom buddies one? Um, Let me find it. I can't remember what it goes like. I just remember it was really good. And actually, I kind of like the stupid Mr. Belvedere one, too. I'm telling Mr. Belvedere was a better show than Growing Pains. I wouldn't go that far. It just, Mr. Belvedere was, uh, it was cool. It was like he could help you with all your problems, but he wasn't creepy like Charles. Who? Charles in charge. What does that have to do with Growing Pains? No, I'm talking about Mr. Belvedere. I know, but why did you say that was better than Growing Pains? Because... Like, just having, like, someone oh, there who can help uh, you with your problems. Don't you want Charles in charge of you? No. Mr. Belvedere. All right. This is for Hefe and Dubs. Can you name which thing? This is all from RetroJunk.com, which okay, had, cool. like, 70s, 80s, and 90s, like, TV commercials. Can you do a game for that tomorrow for the door prize blowout? Um, maybe not. Well, I could try for tomorrow. But Okay. Before we get into that, um, here's the Bosom Buddies. I didn't find, like, the actual song. I just found, like, kind of, like, the beat to it, but... It, You'll remember it from this. Okay. 
Here we go. Oh, yeah. That was actually a hit song. Yeah. Is that Billy Joel? Yeah. yeah. All right, what's the next one, Tommy? All right, can... Billy Joel. Actually, can you, Matt, or uh, Dubs, name this theme song? And I'm sure Chunks would get it if he wasn't hiding. Hey, dude. (laughs) Damn. What was it? Hey, Hey, dude. What's Hey, dude? Uh, Nickelodeon. I didn't watch that. You don't remember Danny Torres? No. Come on. Didn't Christine Taylor get her start on that one? Yeah, she was Melody. (laughs) This is kind of catchy, too. Chunks found me this, the NES Deluxe System with the Rob the Robot complete inbox. Mm-hmm. 86 bucks on eBay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Never heard of this. Oh, this was a great. I love Hey Dude. This is uh, Wild, and w- Wild and Crazy Kids. What was that? Uh, there's another big show, uh, like one of the first big shows in Nickelodeon. Salute Your day. Shorts? Not Salute Your Shorts. It was. Uh, was it with Mark Summers, the game shows? Oh, uh, Double Dare? No. Didn't they just open a Nickelodeon hotel here in Orlando? I thought I saw that on Local 6 or something, where there's a Nickelodeon hotel, and part of the whole cool thing is, like, you can. Instead of a wake up call, you get slimed? Well, no, I, I, it was a picture of a girl who was getting slimed. Don't say water. Water will get dropped on your head. What was the other show you're thinking of, Dubs? Um, was I don't know? Was that what got you slime? Yeah. Hmm. Describe the show you're talking about. Was it cartoon or what? No, it was a. Uh, was it Kids Incorporated? You can't do that on television. You can't do that on television. Yeah. Yeah, and they also had. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, don't just sit there. Which was they had their own band and everything in the studio. It was like a talk show kind of thing for kids. Wow, I don't remember. It was that like one. an SNL thing. Yeah, it was terrible. It I was no just the ten of us. I'll tell you that. Do we need a break now? Yeah, sure. Oh, all right. I did. I just now noticed this. Oh, wait, no, no, it's different. Everyone online is now analyzing Dirt Stash's profile. <laughs> Erica sends me. He wants to be a DJ, but I guess he wants to be like a club DJ or a house DJ. He wants to like graduate that. from DS to DJ. <laughs> Dirt Stash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hideout. Raw Radio one hundred four point one. We'll get to her to first in a second. There's actually a couple of really good things. First, though, John in Orlando. What's up, John? You're in the hideout on Rural Radio. How you doing, guys? Hey. Yo. Hey, that hotel you're talking about is called uh, Nickelodeon Family Suites on Lake Winnebago. Okay, Great so... place. All right, it is open down there. I thought I saw oh, something yeah, about that on two television. huge water parks inside the hotel. Oh, wow. Fantastic place to take the kids. All right, cool. Hey, and I got one other thing here. Um, you had asked us earlier about uh, if you went to a funeral, if you'd uh, want to see the body. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I tell you, when my brother and my mom passed away, it gave me more closure of seeing and actually touching them and paying my respects. Oh yeah, wow. I mean, but, it, uh, it, 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 when you walk in there, you don't, you aren't completely sure about it, but it does really help to make it real and right. finish it off. Yeah. All right. But my condolences to Heavy. I appreciate that, John. Thank you, buddy. What about my no thumb? No one cares about your thumb. Hardly enough, they do. Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> weird. Uh, you know what's also um, a little disappointed. Over. We haven't really gotten invited to go, like, hang out at some hotels with some people. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we got a room. We'll put up half and Dubs in the Nickelodeon Hotel or the just some of the other. I love staying in hotels. Yeah, hotel in it is very, very fun. If I could go to a hotel every weekend, I would. Mm-hmm. 
I went uh, last last time we took a Friday off. Uh, I went out to uh, International Drive and just got a hotel out there. And it was kind of fun because I don't I don't go out to that side of town that often. And it ended up being a little vacation. So if you ever have a free hotel voucher, you're like, hey, I need to do something with it. Or yeah, or if you, uh, if you well, have a hotel or something. We'll mention where it is. Hmm? Huh? Uh, by the way, everybody keeps asking me for Dirt Stash's uh, profile. <laughs> if if he adds me, I will put it on my top eight, without a doubt. Um. All right, Dubs, time for her to first in the hideout. All right, this is a. Remember that beating that was caught on tape in New Orleans? That guy that was just kind of hanging out. Oh yeah. The old guy. Officers indicted in the beating. A 64-year-old that was caught by the Associated Press television crew mm-hmm. after Katrina. Um, did you hear that? What? Okay, I guess you didn't hear it. You rip one? Yeah. I did, too. I thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's what's funny. And here's how you know it's going to be, like, he's probably going to, uh, those officers are going to get indicted. Mm-hmm. He actually had to interrupt his testimony to take the medicine that he still had that he needs from the headaches and back problems he still has from the beating. Ooh. So it's the up. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, here, let me take my meds <laughs> to deal with these problems that you all saw me get a while on tape. All right, this happened here in Apopka. Mm-hmm. Several uh, parents are upset about a surprise school quote unquote Holocaust project. That some say tormented children, according to Local 6. Eighth graders with the last names beginning with L through Z at a Popka Memorial Middle School were given yellow five-pointed stars for Holocaust Remembrance Day. Huh? The other students were privileged. All right, this dad says that his son was forced to stand in the back of the classroom and not allowed to sit because he was wearing the yellow star. He was forced to go to the back of the line four times by an administrator. Wow! At lunch. All right, this is gonna this is gonna be huge tomorrow. Um, I don't. Here's well, here's why I have a problem with anything like this where they do it for the Holocaust or slavery. Mm-hmm. It always seems well intentioned. Yeah, and then it ends but, up. Well, uh, but it's not. But you can never truly capture the atrocities of either one mm-hmm. by wearing a yellow star. I mean, there was one teacher who tied up her children and made them lie on top of each other to show what the middle passage was like. And that just doesn't really get across, you know, how uh, horrific it, things were at the it, Holocaust or uh, with slavery. It doesn't show how horrific it was, but it, it makes an attempt to educate and, you know, give you kind of a... Yeah, that's why I'm not completely against it, but I don't... I, I don't think anybody would uh, say that it, it is a complete recreation, and that's uh, how it should be. But uh, Here's what's funny, though. Like, why wouldn't you show them a movie? At the very least, like something like a... I don't know, maybe a Schindler's List or a Diary of Anne Frank or a Amistad. Yeah, because those usually have some kind of nudity or uh, violence or something in it. Guess what? We all have penises and vaginas and boobs. So let me see it. Come on, buddy. Wrangle up, cowboy. You've seen it. Have I? You told me you're disappointed. Yeah. It's one of those things, man. It's just... 
tiny. <laughs> really is. I wish I could say more. And Scare turtle. I'm like, if I lose weight, it would be look bigger. Sometimes I pull things back, and I'm like, all right, it's not that bad. <laughs> pull things back? Mm-hmm. Gut. Ah. I'm like, oh, wow, it's down there. <laughs> all right, on that note. Lovely. You guys have a fantastic night. Now I got batch material. Thank you. Oh, and then I was cleaning up, and I act no, 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 I like shaving, mm -hmm. and I accidentally went too far. So like I have this one strip where it's like bald. <laughs> oh, not interested. Hi, right, right, face.